This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash comicpop if you want to help us more directly. Hello, comic book party people, and welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. Happy New Year to all of you. Happy New Year to you, Tiffany. Happy New Year. Well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, this is a comic book show where we talk, take books in the past week, recap them, review them. Tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out here on Comic Pop Returns. If you like this show or this channel, you should subscribe, click the bell for notifications, and of course, give this video a like. It helps us out a little bit. Uh, if you would like to help us out a little more directly, you can always go to patreon.com slash comic and support it there, just in case YouTube decides to demonetize the entire uh, network that is Comic Pop. I'm not saying that's going to happen, just saying, you know, let's cover our butts. Try and help us out. That's right. But uh, yeah, uh, if you want to help us out more directly on this particular episode, if you are watching the show live, normally this show is live on Mondays between 5 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. However, this show is live on uh, Tuesday night at midnight uh, because that, that's when we got to do it. Sorry. Yeah. So those of you who are watching right now are the lucky few who are catching this way later. So maybe you're from Australia or the, or the British Isles or uh, just the West Coast of the United States. Who knows? But we're lucky to have these uh, probably new or newer members of the live audience today. Uh, if, you're, if you're new or you haven't uh, caught the show live, you can support the show directly by using Super Chats. We'll ask a question or comment here on the show, or you'll do that, and we'll read it here on the show, and it'll be here as part of the show forever. If you are listening to the show on Spotify, make sure to uh, give us a good rating if you can do that. Uh, over on uh, Spotify, it's uh, off-the-rack reviews, I believe, um, and, pay and Podbean and whatnot. Anyway, uh, a lot of books came out. But before we do that, uh, yeah, New Year. Yeah. New Year, same comic pop. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, same great taste. Hopefully. With half the fat. We can't make that promise. Not Actually, with the me, holiday we had. No, it's true. Yeah, more like twice the fat. <laughs> it's but, what it uh, feels like. Right? It's not you, though. It's, it's, oh, all, it's all me. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the new year. Uh, I have no good reason to think that besides just optimism. Yeah. No, I'm like, listen see what it brings i i i've after the past few years i'm just kind of like i want there to be hype and if you have hype hang on to that hype enjoy that hype i'm just not i'm just like okay yeah yeah i want to give you hype i want to tell you like we've got some big plans but like we had big plans for 2020 well how about this we're hopeful you know we're gonna we're gonna do stuff but the bare minimum you're gonna get what we were doing before right at the very least you will get the same that you like but the hope is Maybe more. more yeah you know i don't know what that was i was trying to make i'm like yeah hi no seriously I, i'm excited for comic pop in 2023 me too Thank for the you. rest of the 2023 i don't know i don't yeah. know what to expect from it no. i don't know what to expect anymore from years but you know what like i said if you have hype hang on to it and enjoy it yes i'm here for your and share energy it. uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm expecting us to we'll probably do another uh event at joe kubert's That'd be great. I'd like to do that. I know that the people at the the Kubert School were really excited to have us, and I've been asked on three non-consecutive occasions, like, when are we going to work that out? So I'm excited mm -hmm. to do that. So if you missed us the last time, maybe we'll get do another, that. Hopefully we'll get another chance. Yeah. We'll see. And when we set that up, we will let you know way ahead of time. Absolutely. So you can make your arrangements. Just know that when that happens, it is in scenic Dover, New Jersey, and uh, so it is not 
necessarily worth like a plane ride. No, 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 no. This is like, hopefully you're in the area. like, in the- Or you may want to take a drive, you know, or a train ride. Yeah, know, but, no, but don't go crazy. It's don't. just it's just a little thing. And, you know, it's just going to be us talking. Mm-hmm. You just won't have a, a couple computer screens and the internet between it. That's no, it. it's true. So we'd love to have you. But again, we'll work that don't out. Don't break the bank for this one. Oh, no. At oh, all. No, no. Do that when we have the hats on sale. Break that bank. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, new channel, Comic Pop Plays. We got new video game streams. Uh, the Spider Man PS4 game is being streamed yeah. or at least re uploaded to that channel. I guess I should stream over there. I'm I think like so. Doing that I think that'd be great. <laughs> uh, by the way, Brian Rollins in the Super Chats, uh, Off the Rack After Dark. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, you yeah, too, yeah, Brian. Sorry, Thank you. I really like the uh, uh, comment underneath that. Yeah, Sal and Tiffy talking comics nights. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. Agreed. Uh, any other any other updates? Any other big news? I got no news. From the world of comic pop? No. Uh, Grayson Red uh, vibes in this bit. That's right. Agreed. That's right. We're going to get some vibes. Yeah. Uh, the I-Man Kal-El Data. Hi, comic pop. I just wanted to wish everyone there a happy new year. And I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. Thank you very much. Yeah, seriously. Um, thanks for the the support, man. Uh, let me tell you, this holiday season was friggin' dope. Like we had a great time. I think so too. You know? But yeah, I really. It was a good holiday. It was a it was a very good holiday. It was a solid holiday. We had solid day. Uh, we had a great time, and uh, you know, one one for the books, one to remember. It was a good also uh, litmus test. Like I want to try and like hit that high every holiday. It, no, it was good. I hope you had a great holiday as well, if not a busy one. Ours was good. It was busy. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, man, I got days off from work. It's going to be, like, totally relaxing. And then we, like, we did, like, three hosting things. So yep. it was, like, bam, 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 bam. And yeah. then, like, New Year's. And, like, it, it was all good. It was all lovely vibes. But I was like, where did the time go? <laughs> yeah. And it's, there is no time. No, nah, there's no time. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It was too much fun. So much fun. Right. Somebody asked if you're going to do any horror games. I would like to do more horror games. I really would, but like comic book games keep coming out. So then I'm like, well, gotta play that. Like right. we're doing um, Midnight Suns right now. Yeah, yeah. Something else is coming out at the end of this month, and I'm like, ooh, I gotta Ooh-y. get that. Yeah. What the hell was it? I'll figure it. But out. you still have God of War to play. I know. Just, and I'm saying that only for your benefit. I know you like that series. That's so badly. And that's uh, that's all on twitch.tv slash comic pop. Or if you want to help us out, you can go to twitch or youtube.com slash comic pop plays. Watch yeah. her play that. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about some new books that came out this week that we think that you should, or at the very least that we that we read. Uh, I read uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 16 from Zeb Wells and uh, Ed McGinnis. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was a thing I read. That's awesome. Ta-da. Uh, I honestly don't remember a single thing about it. <laughs> and I read it like literally yesterday. So that's not a good sign. Uh, so let me pull it over. Right now. Okay, that's fine. Um, I also want to say, uh, apologize for the audio sync issue. Yeah, we have no control over that, okay, so it's we really weird. Don't. Um, we don't have any. Control we actually pay that. like good money so that we don't have those issues. We don't have to deal with it anymore. Right. I'm not um, sure what it is, but I do want to apologize for that. Yes, that is entirely uh, my apologies as well. You don't. don't... To, you know, just listen to it. You don't have to look at it. No, it's true. <laughs> was this? This was this week. Oh my god! Feels like I read this weeks ago. Well, you could have because we—I've got two. I got oh yeah, both weeks. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's no, right. this could be any time. You don't know. Yeah, well, this one is from uh, December twenty-eighth. Is what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, this one uh, saw Spider-Man fight Chasm finally, and okay. uh, yeah, Chasm was like 
ready to give spider-man the business let me tell you uh you know and so and spider-man has absolutely zero sympathy for him or at least he attempted to make you know that point heard like listen i you know i feel bad for you he gives he does the whole like i wish i didn't have to fight you but you're being a jerk so i guess i'll fight you and uh so they do uh, maddie pro uh maddie sends uh venom to the treehouse while um God, All's Hallows Eve uh, teams up with Maddie to do her deal, which is we finally get to see her like powers in action, where she puts on like the Frankenstein mask. Uh-huh. So dumb. I'm sorry. I just oh, I have no reverence for it. It's so dumb looking. Um, but yeah, it's I mean like on in, in as much as like I feel bad for Ben and Peter clearly does too. But Ben, this is like okay, there's. There's a moment where he says, I have all the power and all the responsibility. And I'm like, that's Kane's. That's literally the tagline from the Kane book. Like, it should have just been Kane. Why isn't this Kane? Like, why did you do that? And I, I, I think I, I think I know why. And I think it's because they think they have data that says, like, people don't care about Kane, despite the Scarlet Spider series being so revered and having sold, like, upwards in, like, the, the you know, multi digits. Yeah. Uh, as its own series. Uh, but we 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 do know people will care if we do it to Ben, despite the fact that like Ben literally couldn't sell his own book, except for that like very minute that that very mini uh, uh, Spider-Man book by Demetrius. That's right. just a flashback book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, you know, so uh, Ben reveals that he has Robbie Robertson and J. Jonah Jameson, and that they're in limbo, and all he has to do to get them is to ask to be sent to limbo which Peter immediately does, and then is picked up by a tentacle monster and sent to Limbo. Uh, when he arrives in Limbo, he finds himself as Peter Parker and forced to be like working at what appears to be like a hellish Daily Bugle. Okay. And that's that's the issue. Okay. It was just, it, it read very fast, okay. and it's not terribly consequential, but it did exist. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I like Ed McGuinness's art in the right book. On the okay. right project, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man has never been a good project for McGinnis, okay, and uh, and it's never more prevalent than in this issue. Oh. Just a real shame. Sorry, it's fine. You know, I, I mean, what do I expect? Like, I'm not like. What do I expect? That's it. I know what you expect. Uh, it's what I hope for. I don't expect it anymore, but I do. Like, you know, that's that's where we are. Okay. You know, it's just it was another issue of this. You know, I don't know. I I can't imagine trying to read this in trade. Where it's like, okay, next issue. Like, you know, ne next, turn the page. And he's like, oh, Ben, I feel bad for you. Oh, well, you shouldn't feel bad for me. I'm going to freaking kick your ass. Oh, my God. No, don't kick my ass. Yeah, I'm totally going to do it. Oh, man. Well, you, you know what's going to happen if, like, if you kick my ass? What's going to happen, Ben? What would happen? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Robbie and Jameson get, get tortured by stuff and, you know, like evil Razor Scooter demons. What? No, don't do that. Yup, I'm going to do it. Oh. Well, I. The issue. Six dollars. You're welcome. Well, yeah. Hey, you you just you wrote a heck of an issue there, sir. Right now, live. Yeah. Whoa. Good. No, I didn't write that. That's Zeb Wells's book. You give him credit for that one. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also read Action Comics 1050. It's uh from Philip Kennedy Johnson and of course uh Josh Williamson, uh, and Tom Taylor and uh, Clayton Henry, Nick Dragota, and Mike Perkins. Um. A little indication of like what's to come okay. in the uh future of superman sure and uh it's positive really fun really good stuff okay 
no complaints. I really enjoyed it. Uh, they put the genie back. They're just they're just washing the Bendis taste out of their mouths. Uh, J. Jonah James. Lex Luthor kidnaps Manchester Black and like basically just drains him of all of his power and uses it to uh, create a like post hypnotic suggestion across the entire world. Mm -hmm. If you remember who Superman is, you will get violently sick. Like his secret identity. Okay. <laughs> so the identity's back in the bottle. Okay. Okay. And uh, what Perry about gets, Lois? Not Lois, because oh no, they did a whole thing where like they built a dome over Lois and John's house. So John, the boyfriend, and Lois were all there, so they're good. Uh, they were also they were at the Kent's house, so like Ma and Pa, they're good too. Uh, Batman was good. Okay. The Justice League were good. Oh, okay. Like. <laughs> This was everyone you didn't want. So some of, okay. Yeah, no. It's All great. Right. I, I right. loved it. It was it is a straight up unabashed retcon. Just a straight up like it's a purple man daredevil in the bottle kind of thing. Sure. All right. And I'm here for it. No complaints. I didn't want them to do it in the first place. So them undoing it, I'm like, bravo! Any version. Okay. So we don't have to worry about like Superman and Batman having to relearn each other's names or sure. anything like that. It's For all sure. good. We're all good. We're back to normal. Good. Uh, Perry White is like, you know, he's the first casualty because he like shows oh, no. up for like dinner and like Clark arrives at Superman. He's like, hey, Perry. And Perry's like, why are you dressed like that? <laughs> and Superman's like, because I'm Superman, Perry. And he's like, and he goes to the hospital. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's amazing. So wait, does Superman know about this? He just finds out about it. Oh, okay. And then he goes to Lex and he's like, I'm gonna kick your ass. He also reveals he has a new power, which is like I'm does, really I'm really fast. Does Lex also teleport. get sick? No, Lex is the one who does it in the first place. So he's oh, I'm he's sorry. No, he's like, I don't want to share you. I don't want I don't want people to have to know who you are. It's bullshit. You can't pretend like to be a human being. Well, okay. Or you have to pretend to be a human being. I don't know. It's fun. I'm like, yeah, works for me. Sure. It's a really fun issue. That's, Great to that, cover too. That's nice. Hey, that cover is gorgeous. Isn't it? Holy crap. Yeah, no complaints there. What about you, Tibby? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go super into it just because um, I don't know how many people really care about it, but I still want to bring it up. We were at the comic book store, and um, since we didn't do the show last time, yeah, I was like, I didn't look at the comics that were coming up because I was just in like full holiday mode. Mm -hmm. um, but I saw this, and I was like, what? What? There's a new Sandman book out? Oh, crap. Man, it's the Dead Boy Detectives. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, if you read Sandman, you know who they are. And if you didn't, you're like, Maybe that sounds neat. I don't know. Yeah. I will say it does help if you read it. <laughs> I were at the store and, and someone asked about like what you needed to read. And at the time I was like, oh, probably just this. And then I read a little more into it. I was like that and maybe like volume nine. Yeah. Oops. Because <laughs> there's another character that shows up in that. And I was and this, I was like, oh, but I hadn't looked at it. I literally picked it up and I was like, oh, if you want to know about the Dead Boy Detectives, just kind of, you just need to kind of read that. Yeah. There's a whole other thing you could read, but really from Sandman, you could grab um, just the one volume that they're in and, and oh, okay. probably be able to figure it out. Good. Um, but uh, just so you know, this is written by uh, Porn Sack Pichot. Mm -hmm. I think I said that correctly. I looked it up. <laughs> um, they, looked it up. They're a writer of um, Infidel and the Good Asian. Uh, and it, it with art by uh, Jeff Stokely. It's got a super specific style to it. But in the world of Sandman, I think it very much fits. Mm. Um, this is going, I don't know which direction this is going, because this first issue was really just like, 
this issue had a lot to do because it's clearly like trying to be like, hi, if you're a fan of Sandman, you already know who these characters are, but then recognizes too that everyone may not know who the dead boy detectives are. So maybe there's a little work they need to do. Yeah. So we're doing a, a bit of like est- like establishing of like who they are Smart. and what they're doing right now and what world that they live in. And so we get a lot of that background in here. Um, it uh, So like in Sandman, I always... They their story is like sad and also scary in terms of just humanity scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's like scary images and like things that happen, but like people are scary. You right, know, and right. like that stuff. Like like I'm just like yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. That's yes. I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm also like man, like having nothing to do with it because um, I believe Peachot is um, Thai American. Yes. So like when I say this, don't just take me as like trying to like merge things together but i'm specifically thinking of something um but then like so like i'm like oh humanity scary that's scary but then i'm also like ooh, junji ito mm. the horror that like that is also very scary yes like super duper scary um and we get some of that like things are also super duper scary in this but tied to thai myth oh okay as well which you know listen we're talking about ghosts and demons and stuff like that it could be from wherever i don't right it's and if fine. you are that maybe right what you know i guess yeah so like I, i'm like super interested because like out of the gate the first two pages they're like it's like this is what you're here for boom and i'm like yes okay, i am i am here for that yes Got me. um and then the next page after that is like hey do you remember the like if you read Sandman, do you remember the character thessaly because if you do they're in this I, she's a bitch <laughs> she's a big jerk um mm. for sure and uh that's just my take on her <laughs> hot oh. take oh. um but she's in this as well so we are tying not only just taking the, the dead boy detectives but also we're gonna pull thessaly into this world so i'm like mm, yeah, okay. okay i love the cover of this so much yeah it reminds me of a couple of other artists i i follow but not who i thought it was mm-hmm. um but like if you're interested at all in the dead boy detectives different vibe because different writer you're not going to get game and vibe off of this but it's still fun interesting and that paranormal salmon world so you can cool. check it out if you like. I just want to let you know if you like if it that it came out because that caught me by surprise <laughs> as well. And I thought it was very interesting that they put it on that week. Yeah, because I feel like books that came out last week, right, got it rough. Yeah. a little bit. You know, like some of these books, you know, people were traveling, people aren't around, and I'm like, that hurts numbers. Now, mm-hmm. of course, something like this, I'm sure they know that there's a select group of people who are going to be interested in this. Just like I did not read Historia, no, because I want to read it in physical. And I didn't realize it was coming out. We haven't been to the comic book store. I didn't um, even see it on the... Uh... I, well, the comic book store we were at, I didn't see it there no. at all. So I'm going to have to go find it. Yes. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, that came out. And I kind of came to that conclusion that since it was issue three of Historia, yeah. that uh, this is Wonder Woman Historia that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. um, that at this point, you're probably not jumping on with new readers. Mm-hmm. And so either someone has it in their pull list or the stores already know how many to order. Yeah. So I was like, so I guess ones- it's fine to be putting out in this week. But I thought a new number one at the at the end of the year, like the last week right before we switched to 2023. I was like, yeah. that, that's rough. Yeah, it's rough. Anyway, mm. so uh, I read that. no, it's all right. I read She-Hulk number nine from Rainbow Roll and um, uh, Miyazawa. Miyazawa. Uh, this one is uh, remember when I talking about those like gamma that gamma couple that are literally featured on the top left hand corner of the book right there on the cover. Uh, yeah, uh, she Hulk is captured by them uh, along with Jack of Hearts. Uh, they tell her she's not like deserving of her stuff. Remember the ending of the show? Yeah, it's that. Oh, okay. It's literally that. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Where like she goes, wait a minute, this is stupid. Like they're stealing her blood. They're gonna. 
be the real Hulks or the true Hulks or she doesn't deserve it. She's the perfect Hulk because she has all the brain, all you know, all the brain and the brawn, none of the savagery. Well, Hulk did that too. Yep, literally you did can't that. Even, you can't even act like it's not like he's ever done that. I know. He did, he did that too. Yeah, but he like, it's inconsistent. She's mostly been this the whole time. And it's like, you, you know, it, it, it's very meta in as much as it tries to uh, criticize the like directions that the character has been taken in the past while also like acknowledging you know why people say they like her in the first place but why they didn't buy her books mm-hmm. and then you know she like gets upset because she's looking at you the reader slash the publisher and she yells at them and i'm like oh okay we're doing this now uh it's still a fun little book but everything that i would expect to happen in this book is happening okay you know like Oh, we brought back Jack of Hearts, but conveniently enough, nobody's talked to him, so he can go away. Oh, he's secretly can... a ghost. Well, well, no, I don't even think it's. I think it's gonna be more sad. Where it's like, no, he basically only came back to life to like hook up with Jen and then go away, and so the Marvel universe at large doesn't need to know that Jack of Hearts came back, and they don't have to deal with him anymore. Okay. But we'll see what happens. I mean, not like I'm really looking for justice for Jack of Hearts. It's just kind of like seems a little weak okay that's fair yeah this book consistently like it went from like really strong to like meh okay you know and again not bad just meh i want to also address yes for uh, (laughs) for, there's another way you might know the dead boy detectives they're an episode of doom patrol ah also they're getting their own show what yeah i saw that someone's spinoff from doom patrol you know that girl on youtube um caitlin riley who does like those like she creates those shorts and TikToks. If you know her from TikTok as well, she does those shorts of people that you like. You don't want to know as a human being. <laughs> like be like, you know, <laughs> yeah, of course. yeah, that, yeah, her. Yeah, she has been cast as a recurring character. What? I was like, that's was awesome. Like, Who's she gonna be? Yeah, good for her. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the dream is real. Do enough TikTok, and you could be in a comic book movie. I, I, I no, she's someone. She's someone's kid. Oh, so it's a Nepo baby. I think. I know I don't know that for sure. And don't don't Yeah, don't at I'm me. I'm not trying to create drama. Yeah, you're not all. trying to diminish because trust her. Me, I've seen her work. She's great. She, she deserves creates, her work. She she does characters in shorts that I'm like, I don't want to meet that person. Like yeah. she's like she it's yeah. so good. Um but yeah, they they're gonna be doing a show with mm-hmm. Deadwood Detectives as well. Yeah. So this is probably why there's a book coming out. Someone also asked, like, didn't a bunch of those Sandman comics get canceled? So you're thinking of when they brought the same universe to being, yes, a bunch of those books ended up getting canceled or like ended. Um, but they've added two more now that are directly related to Sandman mm-hmm. a little more so. I mean, they're all related there, but you know, the Corinthian is coming out yeah. that because the Sandman show, so that got a boost from that. And then this one, I think, probably was on the dock. And if they're thinking about doing the show, they're probably trying to do the same oh, thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, anyway. Uh, I read Nightwing number 99. This is from a couple weeks ago, but it is Tom Taylor and uh. Bruno Redondo. Um, it's good. That's all. Okay, I like that cover. Oh, yeah, every cover. Every cover not every cover fantastic. is great, but like, that one I really do like. Yeah, no, it's, it was great. Uh, you know, basically just like Nightwing is being proactive. He's doing his thing. He's teamed up with uh, his sister. She's changed her name from Zuko to Grayson. Uh, they face Tony Zuko mm-hmm. in, a, in a similar like Batman, uh, uh, Joe Chill kind of fashion. Um and so Nightwing like deals with his demons and like kind of moves forward. And it's just more character work and more uh, more like consistency with the tone and the direction where like Nightwing goes to Bloodhaven and goes like, I am going to fix this crappy city. And it's like if a person who has the the, the reach, the friend like Rolodex and uh, and, and, the, and the gumption is as Dick Grayson were to do that. 
they would probably be pretty successful at it. And he is. It's okay. just a, a, almost a history of things going pretty well for your protagonist. And it's I'm here for it. Nice, positive book. So nice. I like, no complaints. I love that about so much. Book. Yeah. No, I, I just dig it. I will also uh, hang mention. On, hang on. Yeah. You know, like, I got a couple. You're going to. Oh, yeah. We'll go for Would it. Would you want to read a. Oh, a, a super chat? Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to read a super chat? In fact, I would love to read about 10 more super chats. Alas, we only have a few. Oh my gosh, stop. No, <laughs> no, you guys are great. No, you you don't have to worry I'm kidding. About it. I really am. I'm just, uh, just sounding like a shill. Uh, Coronet Chris was about to head to bed, been surprised to see you all live. I have to catch the upload later, but before I head off, I'll send a super chat your way. Well, thank, thank you very you so much, much, Coronet Chris. And here's a little tidbit about me I played the Coronet in middle school. Did you uh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. What? You never told me that. The yeah. cornet, you played the cornet. The, not the clarinet? No, the cornet is a small trumpet. No, the cornet's a, 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 a curvy horn. Well, they, the, 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 the musician, the, the music group that I had the trumpet for called it a cornet. Oh, maybe it is. I, I, I'm not musically they were, It was like at a all. small trumpet. Uh, Memento Mori, any love for Moon Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the show? I'm not a big fan of the show. That's, no, I think it's yeah, the, the, the current run. I'm, yeah. I am digging on it. Yeah. That's all. Right? No, it's good. <laughs> uh, David R., I love the shows. Kind of shouted Comic Pop out to YouTube's favorite creative group. Hopefully that's okay. Of course it's okay. That's okay. Please. No, God. Thank you. For the love of God. You're great. Please tell them. And thank you. Because we uh, we need all the help we can get when it comes to like reach <laughs> and influence. That was very kind of you to think but of it, us. But I really thank appreciate you. it, man. Thank you. And, Don, oh. and again, apologies for the uh, rant. We're having some weird audio video sync issues. It's like coming and going, so we yep. apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully it's not too bad and you guys can stick around. Like I said, you don't have to look at us. You can just listen to us. Yeah, there's no <laughs> explanation for why that is. Dante yeah. Cook. Hey, Compop family. Well, thank you very much for your generosity, you so Dante. Much. Just wanted to give something to help kick off 2023 and say thank you. Well, thank you, man. Thank you so much. Pop over the years has helped me uh, become a more mature comic reader and appreciating the artwork, storytelling, and creative teams within comics. I'm glad to hear that, dude. Exactly. That is great. Uh, that is exactly what we're trying to do, man. We want people to like be more discerning and to be more, um, you know, uh, uh, observant yeah really like just cool. just appreciate what they've got here. exactly a it helps you to find the products that you're really looking for and mm-hmm. not like you know hopefully not have too much burnout yeah um but it it also just you know helps you to save your money too. it's true yeah that's, that's very true well and focus your energy and money and efforts into something that might like actually produce positivity as opposed to like exactly. you know hate reading and so forth which nobody needs uh i read this book ahead of time but it came out two weeks ago and that's uh mark wade and what i was gonna go you go oh you go ahead no you're already going all right mark wade scott godlewski uh is batman versus robin number four this is from two weeks ago um i think this is the culmination no there's one more there's one more issue of this series oh, it's not asrar no oh, oh no it is it's, it's Mahmoud asrar my apologies. Mm-hmm. The the freaking website doesn't tell no, you. It's that. fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, remember Neza from the Batman Superman World's Finest series from the flashback book? Well, he's here and he's possessed Robin or he's used things to possess Robin. And uh, uh, the, the long and the short of his Batman's got to put Dr. Fate's helmet on. And he does. And it's awesome. And it's a lot of fun. The idea is that Batman uh, understands that like with magic, you have to submit. And he's never been one to do such a thing. You have to submit yourself to a higher power, and Batman doesn't believe in one. So right. therefore, he's like really bad at it. Uh, but he's not like a dupe or an idiot. It's more like you get, you get to see him put on Doctor Fate's helmet and be cool, and it's a lot of fun. No Nabu stuff, just just Batman using the helmet, okay, and like manipulating magic and so forth. But it's okay. he's he's not like great at it. He almost dies, and then you know they have to like save him, and 
the volcano explodes and Lazarus planet is Earth and that's the whole thing. Okay. That, been... That's going to become a thing. Right? Oh yeah, no, it's 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 going to become a massive thing. But I, I I enjoyed it. Okay. You know, and the art's great. You know, as well as some fantastic sequences and the like you know, it's it, I mean the price of admission is the full page like you know, bat fate book but uh or, or image with the ears with the ears yeah the, the, the helmet grows little ears i'm like <laughs> uh, that's cool it's nice to see mark wade back home oh i like that yeah uh, how about you I, I read not this past week i'm gonna do things from this past week and same and the week before that so yeah. either way uh it's strange number nine came out um jen mckay on writing on this and then marcelo ferreira on mm-hmm. pencils uh pretty much same team uh d- don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh no. I really am enjoying this book. And I simultaneously really love that it is homage to 90s strange. Yes. To, like to a lot. Like it's clearly this is a lot of like Jed McKay remembers. Mm-hmm. And um really I'm okay with that. And there is um Definitely, in terms of the way in which some of this is written, um, it has that homage to it as well. And I like that. Yeah. And yet at the same time, I'm like, okay, could we please move the book along? <laughs> and I don't want to say it's decompression because I really do think this is meant to read a bit like, an, like very much an homage. Yeah. Um, but Clea spends most of this issue talking about how much she's like oh i love him so much and like just all like so like yeah because of this and because blah 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 blah. and then like you know he tells her like they're going to attack the bad guy okay. that's what you know they're going to attack the bad guy oh no and like so she's you know she's just talking about how amazing he is and that you know it's not just me it's him too but like oh we can't touch each other we can't like i'm with him but i can't be with him because like he you know is he's dead yeah because he's dead and he's filled with the magic of death and i am filled with the magic of life and like that is it like, is it like oh. most of the issue is this type of conversation i'm like that is so 90s, 90s. and that's great and yet i'm like do you notice? Didn't really do anything in this issue. Yeah. Does it feel? Because I mean, like the '90s issues. Yes, they are loaded with that kind of dialogue. Uh huh. But doesn't it feel like more happens in this? In this. In more... the in those issues, in the older issues, like, I mean, I, I think, think I think those because, issues are longer. They are too. longer, so you can't really judge apples to apples because they had more page real estate to fill up with that, and then they could put the rest of the story yeah. in. And, and it is, and I appreciate it to some degree because, like, you know. Up until this point, we haven't had a whole lot of Clea involved in Strange's life in the past couple of people, you know, writing for him. Yeah. And so I, I do appreciate getting people familiar with her and why she cares about him. Mm-hmm. And there's like these weird little inconsistencies, though. And I, I don't know if it's just. You mean is... like gaps in his memory that are then like established as continuity because like he's like he only selectively remembers some things? No, I don't mean that at all. I mean, okay, in terms of like. You know, happen. you know, strange is like, okay, Clea, like when we get in there, you feel free to like take down demons and like these other folk and the revenants, but like you got to let the people live. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that like bothers her. She's like, oh, I forgot like what he's like sometimes. Like he's a superhero that like he's no, cause she's like, he's a doctor. Like he, <sighs> you know, and a doctor always wants to fix things. Like he's all these things. He's a warrior and a sorcerer and all this stuff. But like at this core, he's a doctor and he wants to fix things. Yeah, yeah. And like, and then eventually she's like, and like that's why I love him. I'm like, but you just said you forgot that about him. And then she goes on and on about. It. And I'm like, okay. yeah, okay. You know, okay. We, we need to have these moments so that she can just keep espousing in her narration mm-hmm. uh, about them. 
but it's all so that we can get to the end. Right, the last page review. Because um, what is it? Uh, Agent Nun. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got one. He's got one move left, and it's just the <laughs> biggest, baddest revenant of them all. Because no. in an episode of Jed McKay remembers. Um, I'm not even kidding you. And like, I, and again, it's not bad because the dude legitimately remembers. He clearly loved 90s Doctor Strange. He, he likes, uh, was it Howard Mackey or who? All, like all of them. <laughs> it wasn't like, Mackey, but yeah. No, but like he, he loves it all. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's like, he's like, yes, yes, thank you. This is what I, I wanted finally to do. I can finally like sequelize that story. But he's like trying to like make it modern and make it, you know, relevant. Yeah. Or, you know, put his spin on it. But he's like, hey, here's some, here's some. There's some crap that was mentioned that maybe nobody did anything with. Okay. And that's what he's like gravitating. That's kind of fun. I mean, that's but that, like that's... he's also he'll he'll make his own characters. Which yeah. I'm like, you know what? You're doing the thing. You're doing a balance of like, I'm gonna make my own crap, but I'm also going to be like, hey, remember this thing? Right, I'm gonna pay I off. I know the you past. don't. <laughs> Here it is anyway. Yeah. Um, I was like, I did. I was like, wait a minute. And so I had to go back and figure out what yeah, issue. I saw you pull from the archives. I did, I did pull from the archives. Um, because Basically, they they want to have a conversation with him, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Oh no, we're totally gonna have a conversation." You can see that the thing is like at the end of the day, like, like I, I'm not actually in charge of all this. I'm working for someone else. Uh. Like Agent Nun's like, I am actually helping some other force to get through. Yeah, that force being, I want to make sure I, I you get it right. Well, yeah, because I I, it's the Trinity of Ashes, which. Consists of grief saver, which I always thought was two words, but fine, it's one word. Um, <laughs> it probably becomes one. Yigmalovos Rake. Yeah. I think I said that wrong. And Mother of Pain. And I'm like, cool, we did a story like that with three characters before, but it's not those three characters, right? Yeah. No. Uh, in this one issue. Oh. In like this one panel. Uh huh. These three characters showed up. Uh-huh. As like the big antagonist during the this this huge like war thing that was going on, yeah. like five thousand years war. Was it the sword, the torso, and the wheel? Yeah, those are the three characters of the Trinity of Ashes, and they're like the antagonists of the um, Vashanti in this. Oh, okay. That's who we're dealing with. What? I was like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, yes. So, like I said, like in yet another. Jed remembers. remembers. Here, here we are. Yeah. So I love it. That's yeah. great, though. Isn't that nice? It is fun. It is fun, honestly. But it's just so hilarious. Yeah. Because- Wait a minute. Does this book have an ad for Dragon Quest? Yeah. Is it five pages long? Like every Dragon Quest ad? I don't know. In the 90s? Yes, know. yes, it is. Oh, oh, oh. anyway, I'm sorry. Um, no, that's fine. So, like, it, it's a deep, it's a pull, it's a pull yeah. and a half, and like, he's doing it not for the person who's wearing, wearing, reading this for the first time. He's doing this for the person who's like, holy crap, yeah. I want to get some street cred with the strange fans. Or maybe he already has the street cred. And he's trying to pal around. He's looking for people like you. It's like, hey. You, you remember? No, he has the credit. I think he's 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 like he's getting the extra credit. I should say it's extra. Credit. He's working for extra. Credit. He's looking for the extra credit there. Is um, he getting it? Uh yeah. You know what? We'll see what he does with it. Uh, I don't know if they're actually going to make it forth because like um they had a, the agent nun had to do something in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um and the final revenant is like filled with. Hang on, it was a ridiculous. I I the the final page of this issue I loved at and, and it was like. In so many ways. One, I loved it because it's like, holy crap, solid pull. Yeah. 
solid, not this, this is thing. <laughs> yeah. solid pull for the end, like reveal. Then I was like, oh my God, the text on this page, hilarious. Yeah. Like cheesy. Oh, do they change the fonts and stuff? Or? Well, no, they, they do a logo thing on there and then it's underneath what is said. So the, like the revenants have been superheroes who died and then like demon souls are shoved into them so that they can walk around and do stuff. Okay. Right? Like, all right. We've seen that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like Thunderstrike was there. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. I do remember that. Um, so it's like, we got, we got to get all the souls we can into one. We've got pixel. It's super powerful. And you're like, who the hell is it going to be? Uh-huh. It's the century. Of course it is. No, I figured it was the century. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, solid pull. Now it's, Revenant Prime, the Sentry, Sentry logo, uh-huh. right? Possessed with the power of 100 million insane ghosts. And I was like, what? of course, yes. So, like, I was like, I love this. 100 million? I, 100 million. That's too many. Shout out to ridiculously round numbers. <laughs> For the win, yeah. Uh, like, I, I was like, that's so perfect. It's like, the Sentry, solid, solid. Yeah, great pull, because there's a history with them. Total history there, right? Yeah, I love it. Perfect. And but then, and then, let's, stuff to the let's brim. Nineties it up by putting that on that image. We can't just leave it alone. I, I, I was like, this is mm-hmm. this this book is something else. And so, like, as much as I would love to see Cy Spurrier take on Doctor Strange, I'm like, what Maybe is Jed after. McKay going to do with Doctor Strange when he actually gets that book, which yeah. is coming up? I don't know. I bet he rides a road made of skeletons. Dude, if he rides a road made of skeletons. With Ghost Rider? Yeah. I'm going to, like, if we ever see him at, at, at Comic-Con again, I'm going to high-five him. Yeah. If he brings Rintra back. Yeah. As, like, a stable main character. Yeah. He better. Or, like, even does, like, one issue with him. With Rintra, just being like, I hated being your stupid pet. And it's like, shut up, Rintra. You were a lame it's not lame though. He was. He's got a lot of heart. Wasn't it pulled out of his chest? He's a good guy. <laughs> but yeah. Can't help. It ain't easy being green. It ain't easy being our green min- uh, minotaur. Yeah, it isn't. So yeah. Well, uh, this, it this sounds like you was... love this series and it's awesome. I just couldn't get over a hundred million insane ghosts. It's like it's ghosts. I love cool. that. I love they're insane too because yeah, they have to be insane. That's the thing. Well, it's like they have to be insane because a that's. 90s right right there and also like kind of insensitive to yeah bob (laughs) (laughs) fair yeah Mm -hmm. love it so 100 100 million million so yeah i gotta say if you have not been reading strange because you're like i don't know who clea is you don't need to Mm -hmm. because all the stuff i'm talking about it's fine you just like he will hold your hand and explain what you need to know and other stuff. Just you're along for the ride and that's okay. If you happen to know what he's referencing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Neat. I like that. Well, I, uh, I looked through this. I didn't actually read it cover to cover cause I wanted to like kind of savor it, but mm-hmm. it's a 10 cause it's also a $10 book uh, written by Mark Wade, Becky Clune and Michael Uslan, Kenny Porter, Jackson Lansing, Michael Colin Uslan. Kelly. Yeah. The creator of dinosaurs, yeah. Steve Orlando, Zach Thompson, Michael Conrad, Megan Fitzmartin, Stephanie Williams, and so forth. Uh, with art by Kevin McGuire, Lee Weeks, Max Dunbar, Juan Ferreira, Anthony Marquez, Hayden Sherman, Carrie Mostert, more and more, uh, is a declaration of Earth number six, Tales from Earth six, a celebration of Stanley. It's wow. the Just Imagine universe. They were. Br- no way yes it is a little anthology book that showcases new stories featuring the stan lee 
interpretations of the DC universe. It's like really cool. It's 10 bucks. But it's really cool that A, they did it. B, they did it with this kind of effort. And C, uh, that maybe the fact that it was done will allow for us to get more of it and for them to really like embrace this this idea because they they say in their own interpret in, in their own kind of like copy 20 years ago was when they did this wow and i can't believe it was that long ago uh but yeah it's really cool fun art really good like and by the way not like they're not trying to break the mold they're not trying to change everything they're just like here is little stories that feature these characters new stuff and just 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 doing just living in that universe and I'm like really glad they did it. And I think it's really fun that it was done. Uh, you, you should definitely, if you were in any way, like, you know, kind of wondering about this universe or want to like, you know, do something cool in memory of Stan, you could, you know, I could think of worse ideas than this. Uh, it's a really cool concept. Great art, great writing. It's just, I won't like go into each one. I'm just going to say it's a really fun celebration and I didn't hear anything about it. So I think, Check it out if you haven't already. That's great. Right? Uh, I also read uh, Mark Wade and Dan Moore's Batman Superman World's Finest number 10. This is from two weeks ago. Uh, this is the one we were talking about. If you already have subscribed to this channel, you probably already heard the Mark Wade interview in which we talk about both Batman vs. Robin and this issue. But if you haven't already, read the issue. For God's sake, number 10. Pick it up. Dan Mora, Mark Wade, great stuff. Uh, Boy Thunder, what happens to him? Joker kidnaps him, tortures him. What? That never, never goes well for anybody. No. Superman and Batman and the Just League and the Titans turn the whole damn city upside down. Trying to find him, they do. Of course, Joker's teamed with the key, allowing for teleportation technology and whatnot. Uh, when they catch up with him, uh, the, the, the torment of Boy Thunder leads him to become embittered and angry, resentful, hated, uh, hates the Joker with a, with a fiery passion. And then we reveal that Boy Thunder is actually the young version of what will ultimately someday become Magog from Kingdom Come. And boys and girls, I wish that when when uh, when DC cuz DC like actually reached out to me and facilitated these interviews. Like the reason why uh Josh and uh, Dan and uh Mark were able to come on those those individual shows that are here on this channel is because DC was like, "All right, you think we don't promote things? Well, now, how about we had some people on the show? Uh, you can talk to the creators, and you can, you know, you can talk about these books. And I'm like, all right. Uh, do it. Yeah, but uh, they showed me the 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 reveal before the book came out, and uh, I they were like, wait, did you get the PDF? And I'm like, no, I didn't get the PDF. And they're like, look at this, because it was we were about to wrap up the interview, and uh, I wish they'd recorded me seeing that Boy Thunder was Magog, because oh my god, like. That is that is so smart and so well executed and so well earned and uh, just good stuff. And uh, if you haven't already been reading World's Finest, there's only ten issues. Go back, read issues one through nine, because it's a really fun book. That's and great. Dan Moore is on, on air almost every single issue, so it's gorgeous. His covers are great. Too. Covers are fantastic. The interiors are wonderful. It's always at least one huge awesome page, if not. But everyone else is consistently dope. You know, like Batman could be like taking a dump, and he still look awesome. That's how it is. That's, Dan, that's that. the Dan Moore guarantee. Don't. Mm. But uh, anyway, high recommend. Awesome. You know, Mar Mark Wade is like is back, and uh, and killing it at DC. That's great. So check out that series. Um, 
We read Dark Web X-Men number two. Do you want me to do any of my other books? This no? is our book. We're doing this. Oh, okay. You want to do another book? Go ahead. I would love to. Well, please do. I hope you do. If I could. Well, uh, There's a, the floor's yours. Have you ever tried to search for something in comicsology and then you can't go back to the main of course. thing? I yeah. love it. You mean you mean, you mean to ask, uh, have I ever had a really unsatisfactory experience with the new comicsology? Yeah. The answer is an emphatic yes. Um, I read Exterminators. You remember that book? <laughs> Oh yeah, the Grindhouse book. Yep. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm just like, oh yeah, I got came out. Yeah, I saw somebody on Reddit was really mad at that book. Why? Uh, you know, for all the reasons you'd imagine. But uh, he felt like the dialogue was super dumb, and that it I was mean, like ruining the integrity of the X Men series. Okay, so this is exterminate. Let, let's we can talk about that. Let's talk about. I that. would love to hear your opinion. Number four, written by Leah Williams, or by uh, Carlos Gomez. Um. So, like, what I've pitched since the beginning of the launch of Krakoa, mm-hmm. right? Since since the start of this whole thing is that when we started getting into the issues that were not like the main X Men title and anything that Hickman was doing, yeah, that all of these books kind of fell into like different genres, yes, right? And yes. so it felt like you could either be like all in mm-hmm. on Krakoa, right, or it's number four. Okay. Um, or you could be like, hey, I'm like kind of in on this, but really I'm only interested in a couple of these teams. Mm-hmm. Or I'm interested in this style of book. Like right. I'm interested in like a classic feeling X-Men book. Well, I'm gonna read X-Force. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, I want to check out X Factor, or I wanna read Hellions because I don't know what it's all about. Yeah. Um, or I'm interested in Sword and Sorcery, so I'm gonna go check out um Excalibur, Excalibur right? Uh-huh. So like there's something for you. If you wanted to find it, it's there. Yes. And I and I feel like Exterminators being a five issue, I think it's five issue. I maybe, believe it is. Um, is just following that trend of like, hey, here's a silly, like this like grindhouse right. style. Look at this book, book that hurts no one and is 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 only for its audience and nobody else. And like, is it campy and silly? Based on the covers, the title, the premise, and the pitch. I would say, yeah, probably. It is one hundred percent that. It is just campy and dumb and like if that is I, and that is done with intention yeah it's not like because like oh someone was it's not like it's someone trying to make a really amazing movie and then they make the room right right <laughs> which right. is amazing in its own or, way or somebody getting a book that everyone loves like a beloved series and then turn and being like i don't really like this book or this show yeah but i finally get my shot and i'm just going to turn it into something i want it to be right like this is a book that that, that is from nowhere uh-huh <laughs> Yeah. By the way, I should point out, I just for the record, the the, the Reddit post, you know, the one person who made it was like outraged. And by the way, not even like they didn't even really understand why they were mad. Like it was in a very sure. almost innocent kind of like, I read this book and it's stupid and I hate it. Right. And right. The, 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 the reaction was like, maybe you're an idiot. Like no, the audience was like, "It's a book that doesn't hurt anybody. Who cares?" Like no, like the, the the majority was like, the majority was is, like, "Who cares?" And you know, the, when you get someone like that, though, I feel like that's the inappropriate reaction to have. It's just like first, you try, at least try to educate and be like, "Hey, this is meant to be a grindhouse yeah. book, and like a grindhouse style movie is meant to be campy and silly and over the top, right?" Yes. And so like. You know, going into it cold and maybe not knowing that yeah, they were doing were, that, like you're this is a shock and a half. Yeah. If you only read comic books, you don't like look for commentary or or solicitations, or uh you only watch YouTubers who are outraged all the time. <laughs> or or if you have a 
pull list or like, you know, you're a lot of people that if you've got a good relationship with your LCS, they'll put things in your bin where it's like, Hey, I read most of the X books. So they might throw this in there. Yeah. And so you just pick this up thinking like, Oh, okay. It's just another entry into what's going on with the X-Men. What the hell is happening? Mm -hmm. You know that it, I totally, totally right. Right. Get I heard Hawks and Pox is awesome. I guess I'll read exterminators. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, so like, I'm not going to judge based on that because this, most of these, like any book, of the X-Men that leads heavily into genre, I'm like, this is not for everybody. And mm -hmm. I totally get that. And that's what this book is. This book is silly. And the first issue of this book, I was like, I don't want to read this. Yes. And I was like, I'll give it another issue. And now I'm like, yeah, all right. Like, oh, okay. It's silly and dumb. And like you said, it's not really hurting anybody. Right. Although honestly, by the end of this book, I was like, this is over. Why is there another issue? And I don't know, <laughs> but there is another issue. Mm. Like the uh, girls yeah. got out. Right. Um, okay, good. They, they solved that problem. They saved all the people in there that, that were with them. Yeah. Um, Dracula came to Krakoa. We caught up to our timeline. Ooh. And he's like, We were uh, demand reparations for what you've done. Yeah. And they use like barely any logic like you would in a, in a grindhouse to be like, Actually, you owe us money because more than likely <laughs> you had a bounty on this guy and all oh those my like. God. So did somebody say Dracula? You owe me some money, you effing nerd. I wish they said that. Oh my god, what is that from? It's the Moon Knight like fan edit where it's oh, like, yeah. hey Moon, hey, hey hey Dracula, you big effing nerd. Where's my money? I wish they had done that. Jubilee was the one that brought it up. That's she funny. Totally could have said that. Now, well, she like, is a vampire, or was? Uh, yeah. Instead, um, Dazzler wants a boon, and that boon is basically to dress like Dazzler and then have all these girls go and face the guy who did this to them oh, okay and then so it's, it's like the like, end of uh death proof yeah okay. right and then it's like the next it's to be concluded so i'm like i have no idea okay cool how this yeah is maybe it'll be like a like just a straight up revenge kind of like revenge porn kind of book where it's like we just watch these girls beat the hell out of somebody just the whole issue yeah i don't know we'll see um it's a silly book and mm -hmm. i only recommend it to you if that's the type if you're like i kind of do like grindhouse stuff yeah or like, I want to see the girls dressed up in silly costumes. Yeah. And they... talk about being peed on or whatever. What? <laughs> you know, where they're like, hey, there's no toilet in here. You must like watching people pee. Yeah. You're a pee boy. Yeah. That, that was the thing that people got upset about. And I'm like, how could you possibly care? Because <laughs> they're all mad. It's, it's, he's a, and he's a vampire. I'm like, what do you care? Yeah. I would take every opportunity to make fun of a vampire. Yeah. Especially if like I had mutant powers. Yeah. To so... defend myself. It's silly, and listen, it's only five issues, so if you want to grab it, I would just, just trade braid it at this point. It's going to be over. It's almost over. It's almost over. Don't You're not going to save it. the book by buying you, issue five. Uh, yeah, and this is a fun experiment, mm -hmm. and um, it's, it's not going to matter. No. It's, it's never going to matter. Cool. So I That's wouldn't good. worry about it, but I, I, I was committed to finishing it up, so I read the issue this week. There you have it. Additionally, I also um, read the X-Men Annual. Oh, yeah. Did you get a chance to, to read it? No. Um, it's pretty good. It's a completely different team on it. Yes. Which was surprising. Now, here's my question. Did Yo. you hear about the vote that's coming up this the, year? No, I didn't. What vote? The X-Men team vote. Oh, we're doing it again? Doing it again. Man. I was like, didn't we at just At the end do... of the year, at least? No. That's way too soon. We haven't had enough stories with these guys. Well, no. Marvel couldn't care less. Oh, is it not doing well? I mean, all I'm seeing is just solicitations for, like, they're like, hey, the vote's coming up. For the new 2023 team of the X-Men. Oh, and I'm like, aren't they in like two, two issues? Dude, these guys did not get a fair shake because AXE happened. Yeah. Which they knew about, which I wonder why they... Why, why they, they even bothered. Well, it was like, I guess it's why they put who they put on this. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, this issue was written by Steve Fox with art by uh, Andrea DeVito. Mm-hmm. Um, art, art in this yeah. is fine. I did not read this because it's not written by anybody who normally writes these books. Right, but it's an annual, so I was like, I'm, I'm here for this. Annuals I usually skip. And uh, I gotta tell you, it's pretty good. Okay, good. <laughs> it's all about Firestar. Oh, that's fun. Like, literally, it's just like, hey, I don't think we're gonna get enough. Yeah, she's gonna be voted off the team, so probably. Um, so it's, it is very much about her and how some of the mutants um, from her previous teams react to her now that she's on Krakoa. They give her a hard time, like the old, old, old Hellions team gives her a hard time. They're like, "Screw you, screw you." Yeah. You, you got to integrate in with the Avengers and you hadn't had to deal with all the crap that we had to deal with being mutants. Uh-huh. Like you are a mutant, but like you try to pretend like you're not. Firestar was barely an Avenger. She was more like a new warrior. But they're fo- they're really focused on that. Well, they're like, and they mentioned that too. Yeah. Like you, you were on teams that were not mutant based constantly. Yeah. And that's not fair. Now you get to just be here and be cool and be on the team. Silent is here to like, like juggernaut's here for god's sake but like like but everybody's got like that one person they see and they're like hey screw you i guess yeah her name was wanda bobby shows up helps her out they um they find out there's a whole bunch of things going around and so the team's got to break up and go into different places right okay. different locations um one thing that they noticed is that there was a hospital that had like an issue with medicine from krakoa mm-hmm. it's like a missing supply yeah chain and they're like, you know what? We can probably just let the authorities handle that. We've got to deal with like something with Mojo and something with the Harrower. Remember her from the Deadpool book? Vaguely. Um, yes. So like they're dealing with all these things. And that's when Firestar's like, hey, um, if you're got me on this team to try to make you guys look good post everything that happened with AXE and the reveal of like resurrection. Yeah. Um, helping a hospital is pretty good PR. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of anything. Yeah. But it's pretty much a win-win. Yeah, totally. Like we should help these people because it's the right thing to do. And also it makes you look amazing. Yeah, if X Core still exists, they would definitely sign off on it. X Core X Core is still around. I know, but, they but like book. but not that book. But like nobody's gonna know that you helped out in the Mojoverse. No. That's true. So... That's gonna be a, that's an adventure for you. <laughs> one for you, one for them. So because of that, Cyclops is like, hey, yeah, all right, let's do that. Yeah. And so Bobby's like, hey, I'll go with you. Oh, okay. And Cyclops is like, I'm going to take this one. Mm. Gene talks to him in his brain about this. And he's like, she's like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. And he's like, she has not one time really spoken up about anything. Yeah. Like she treats me as though like I'm holding a, a, a star spangled shield. Okay. And huh. this she felt passionate about. So I want I want to get it. I want I want to understand. So okay. Like trying to be a real leader. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right, Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. So they everybody goes on their little adventures. Mm-hmm. You know, and it turns out obviously the the drug thing. There's more to it than Naturally. that. She tries to use her powers. So she's trying to like practice her powers a little more, like hone in on certain things to be able to sense other wavelengths or whatever. It doesn't really work out for her. Mm. And at the end of the day, um. It turns out that uh, I, I think it's Cyclone. Okay. It? Whirlwind. Whirlwind. I yeah. want to call him Cyclone. <clears throat> Whirlwind behind this. Mm. Uh, he was hired by a. That's the Iron Man villain. Yes. Yeah. He was hired by uh, some like trust fund girl to kill her dad mm. in the hospital. He's in the hospital. And while he was there, he's like, wait a minute. There's all these Krakoan drugs here. I'm going to steal them. Right. And then sell them to the black market because there is. Because there the, is the question still a black was, market. Like, when they go to talk to the, like, the nurse about it, like she's like no they shipment got here but someone stole it mm-hmm. and they're like but why it's free and yeah. she's like yeah here but in countries where they didn't accept the treaty it's mm-hmm. not it's not there right so there's a market there for that okay which is really what sebastian shaw is supposed to be like uh, handling yeah but i guess he's not handling it very well no wasn't he like 
isn't even like a feeding tube thanks to Kitty, or do they fix that? No, he's good. Oh. Um, but you know, there's still a desire for that, mm-hmm. so that's why he took it. He's like, oh, I'll take that and make some extra cash. So yeah. also, she fought him in the past, right? Okay, uh, uh, as like her tryout for getting on the Avengers. Oh, interesting. So he's okay. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna definitely do that. That's what mm-hmm. I am going to do um the t- uh, elsewhere teams are doing whatever they, they deal with mojo they deal with um the by beast they deal with um they go they get called to brooklyn because there's dinosaurs around sweet uh some folk from the savage lander there yeah so it sounds like they're just cramming all of the time the, these people are are x-men sure. into one issue into one issue because they're like well they're gonna get rid of i mean that said sync gets an opportunity to steal miles morales's powers he syncs up with them miles shows up no that's He's fun like, hey and i think magic's like you're a lot cooler than the like you're a lot more chill than the other one like you're less annoying thanks and he's like i get that a lot yeah i'm like that's kind of cute i guess so right. miles gets to be like hey i'm look up having x-men adventures <laughs> yeah um is he in the real suit or is he in that awful suit from last year oh yay <laughs> that's one of my favorite resolutions for 2023 is that we're gonna leave that ugly ass suit in the past no, because he's, a, he's in the regular he's suit that weird thing with like the thing it's terrible um so uh angelica you know does kick uh whirlwind's ass yay and then good. He's, like, he's a sore loser about it and he's Naturally. like i put a bomb in that girl's dad's body so that you know i could get her because she didn't pay me enough and i'm like you're a, you're a, you're a jerk yeah you're you're a nightmare right so he's like i was gonna like blow the corpse up at the funeral but i figure i'll just do it now mm. and okay. so like cyclops reaches out telepathically to or like reaches out to gene who's they're all telepathically yeah, linked and he's just like i need you to get magic to get like energy absorbers and like you know all these other t- like types of mutants here now right and firestar's like they're not going to make it and so she tries to use her powers again to locate the bomb mm-hmm. and so she is able to do that and she fries like the, the circuitry or yeah something. that's so great it's fine yay so she gets like to have like a really great hero moment and then right at the end um they're like oh no we have to leave we've been called away and they have to go fight um some sentinels sentinels yeah some like like, like off the grid, some like, like- off the grid somebody took them out of mothballs they bought them on like the black market that's awesome and so like they're like hey classic adventure we get to fight some sentinels that's great go back to the island to the green lagoon where like her old team is there Mm -hmm. and she goes oh she goes over to them it's like hey like i'm here because you're right Mm -hmm. i did run but i'm here to make myself better right and they're like all right x-man oh so it it was a really great show somebody's like hey I'm X-Men. <laughs> it was a cute issue. Uh, so if you skip that, uh, it's up to you. Is it, Nate great on Krakoa? No, he left. What happened to him? The young Cable? Yeah. Yeah, they sent him back to the future. No, 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 no. Nate Gray. <sighs> Nate Gray is alternate the, reality no. young Cable. No, no. Young Cable that came back. Remember? They, yeah, I know. They, you know they, they, I, yeah. I remember young no, Cable. Nate Cable is not around. Yeah. Or Nate Gray is Nate not Gray. around. Nate Gray. That's weird. There's a couple of reasons they haven't brought back. They didn't bring back Nate. Well, they're doing it a little bit at a time. What about Strife? Bring back Strife, too. Why would they do that? All the cables. No. So they can have a cable core. Old old cable didn't want that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> That's fair. That sounds fun. All right. Good for them. All right. It was annual. a cute issue, um, and it was an annual. So if you didn't pick it up, I get you. Yeah, because it was five bucks. But, still. but Firestar was the star of the show. Oh. <laughs> the Firestar of the show. Oh. And since she might, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, they hinted already that she was there for specific reasons, you know, mm-hmm. like as like as a liaison, but also because the Avengers wanted to keep tabs on them. Right, right. I don't. I with whatever's going to be coming next with Sinister and stuff. 
who knows what's gonna oh, happen. right yeah yeah uh justin got the mustache says 2023 woo let's get let's go here's to nine years Ooh, nine years what's gonna happen in nine years that, that we are that we will have existed okay for nine good years. yes it's true yeah i'm here uh, I'm with you. I do. I'm thank you, man. Math. Louis de la Torre. Sal, please let's listen to the song I Just Wasn't Made for These Times by the Beach Boys and think about Moira's story and House of X. They go hand in hand. Okay. Uh, also, you guys are my favorite comic book channel ever. Well, thank you very much, Louis. Nice. Lucky to have you. Thank you so much for your generosity. And nice. I will definitely listen to the Beach Boys. Can't uh, think of a bad reason to do that. Uh, Ray Farr, come pop woo. Ooh. Gotta go to bed. Heard Fair. YouTube made some BS changes, so I hope you guys aren't affected by them. Also, favorite non-Trinity Justice leaker? Uh, Blue Beetle? That's pretty good. Um, and yes, yes, YouTube changed uh, their rules secretly. Uh, Penguin Zero, let me know. Um, not directly, but through his own video. Um, three but, videos were demonetized as a result of that. Yeah, no, there's no way we're not going to have a problem. Yep. And they're not making any efforts to allow that to be changed or fixed or not be retconned. Like, yep. it's not like it's going forward. No, it's going to be uh, retroactively. They're going to affect every video. Yeah, and made. it's actually one of the most unprofessional changes I've ever seen made. I know it's their right to do so, but I, I also think that they should be worried about the relationship that they're forging with other people. And now I'm sure they're riding high because we're hearing a lot of people saying that, like, TikTok might end up being banned. Yep. Um, but the fact is, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think that that's fair or in good faith and nope. like to not offer tools in order to like, address it yep i i think that's nope, they rather just like take your money away yeah no that's i mean like at the end of the day that's what they want they want money um yeah but they're not going to get it if they demonetize all their videos no they'll, they'll demonetize you right they'll they could still make money off of it Oh, that's right yeah they can just stop me from making money yeah it's actually like uh villainous yeah and so like i'm kind of hoping that someone ends up suing them over this one yeah it'd be nice so we'll see what happens don't be evil you have to write it down. You are evil. Neki T. Uh, always enjoy stories about Batman dealing with magic and supernatural elements. Where is he? Where he's out of his depth and uncomfortable to you? Yeah, that's great. I yeah. love it because of how much he hates it. Yeah, Batman Dead Man. On back issues. So Check it good. out. Uh, Dawson Miller. Tiffany, thank you for recommending Spurrier's Constantine Run. Yay. It was Hold Me on Magic Books. Is McKay Strange fun? in the way that it handles magic. Uh, McKay Strange, uh, it's very different than the way that uh, Spurrier handles John because they just have very different magical stylings. Um, I do think it's interesting because he's he's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. The whole magic has a cost thing. But since he's using Clea Strange right now, he gets to play like it's the 90s. Yes. With her where he's just like, they're just doing magic. Who cares? Exactly. Um, so if you like that type of thing, go check it out. But it's definitely some deep dives and... Um, I'm interested to see how he's going to handle actual Doctor Strange mm -hmm. when that comes out. We'll Fantastic. See. I wanted to ask you guys about uh, AI and your opinion on it, and do you think it can affect comics? Sorry for the off-topic question. It's not an off-topic question. No. We, we talk about this often because it's something that like uh, I have a lot of opinions about. Yes. Um, initially, I was kind of like, hey, AI, it, you know, we'll see where it goes. It can't possibly be that harmful. Yeah. But the, like that was one of those things where I was like, let me get to know what's going on and what's going down with this actual system. And yep. the more I learned about it, the more I'm like, you know what? I'm not a fan simply because of the fact of how much it is just taking someone else's art and then repurposing, it. repurposing it or gently like nudging a couple of things. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just feels dirty and wrong. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of arguments about there and I don't want to get into them right now just because it's a whole huge can of worms to open, but I'm not a big fan of it mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, 
and um, that's it. That's it. Uh, Hogshead, uh, how did 2022 go? Like, Cavill leaving a popular show he seemingly likes doing only for nothing to happen with Superman on to 2023. Happy New Year. Uh, Cavill left that show for a number of reasons, the first of which is that, like, you know, he didn't need to be on that show anymore. I heard he didn't like the way they were changing the character. He did not. And, like, on, and he's, he's right, by the way. He's a bit of a nerd, so mm-hmm. I buy that. Like, he definitely reads the books and he likes yeah. them. And, like, dude is excited to potentially be in Warhammer because he plays it. Yes. So, like, I... Do I think part of that was maybe an excuse because he wanted to try to get back into Superman? Sure. For sure. But I also think he's like, no, that's, this is not what Geralt is meant to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I think it's fine. And I, I think he'll be fine. He's a talented actor. And, yes. and he'll be fine. Um, we can get the most square-jawed James Bond ever made. Uh, I am awake fly. I'm, a, I'm awake a fly. Uh, Happy New Year, Compa crew. Looking forward to more content. Is there a read list for Hickman's run on X-Men that you recommend? It seems really daunting. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, really, it's just if you focused only on the Hickman stuff, it's like Hawks, Pox, the X-Men series that he wrote. That he wrote. I mean, if you just follow the Hickman books, just follow the the, the writer, that, that goes it'll with, stay pretty consistent. It will, but like, I and like, I honestly, I haven't had a chance to look at any one um, reading list down there, but I completely understand where you're coming from, that it feels like it is daunting. Yes. Um, but you just pick and choose. Honestly, if you just it, read, if you read only the books that are written by Hickman. And then the, uh, only the books that, that make you feel excited. Yes. You'll be fine. Unless you want to get into uh, Ten of Swords. Right. Upon which I would recommend you jump into Excalibur. Just because it? it kind of helps to set up the magical world and Apocalypse and what he do. Yeah, if you literally just, <laughs> if you read all of Hickman's books and Excalibur, you can go right into Ten of Swords. Read all of Ten of Swords, have no problem. Yeah. And then and then just read his his stuff. Like just his Hickman stuff. Um, and then you can go back, and if you want, you can read like New Mutants. I think New Mutants was an amazing series for a while, so like, that's worth checking out, you know. Um, and Wolverine was always on the on the periphery anyway. Mm. Uh, Nikki Pool four fifteen. Uh, hi guys, I'm a huge fan of you guys. Well, thank you very much, thank Nikki. You. I started getting into Marvel by reading Ultimate Universe. What other titles besides Ultimate Universe should I read? Uh, depends. If you're just looking to get into Marvel, you just pick your favorite character or the character that appeals to you the most, and then you grab some of their seminal, seminal books. Although I would necessarily not recommend just grabbing like the biggest and best books ever. If I was a recommending Justice League, I might necessarily just say like read Kingdom Come. Um, but uh, when it comes to Marvel, you know you can't go wrong with Dare- with, with Street Level. That's like where it was born. Marvel was born in the streets. Uh, so I'd read Daredevil. You know, and you can't go wrong with any run on Daredevil. But like I would read a run or at least like an arc. Um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, same deal. I like him, you know, so. But if it was, with Spider-Man, it's much more of a mixed bag. And I don't know if it's on there now, but you can check out uh, Jed McKay's Moon Knight. It's yes. It's really approachable. It is. And it's uh, it, it's short. Like, it's still going, but yeah. like, it, it's only been going for so for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot out there. So it's really just what you feel like you're attracted to. And then, uh, you know, read up on runs you know but but i'd read runs you know writer runs artist runs i wouldn't go necessarily on like you know issues one to like what to what uh naik says hey happy new year's folks which comic cons are y'all visiting this year baltimore new york for sure and then we don't know yep but we always know that those two are on the list yep Girk Bectus, are you excited about Mr. Sinister's event? I love Mr. Sinister and him versus the entire Marvel Universe. Sounds fun. Just hope the Kang crap doesn't ruin it. I, I doubt it will. A thousand percent excited for it because if you see the team that's running this, it's Cy Spurrier, it's uh, Al Ewing, and it's um, Kieran Gillen. Yeah. I'm like, 
could you just write everything? Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, Girk Pectus, you get any good, uh, anything good for Xmas? Uh, I got escape rooms in a box. Oh, I love that. I got a fitness watch, which, oh. which I love, or fitness band, whatever you want to call those. Yep. And then Sal also got me um, the uh, Sandman uh, annotated volume one, which yep. I, it's so amazing to see. Uh, not only the notes that are in there, but like Sam Keith's art and just like inks. Yeah, that's what we wanted forever. It so. looks so good. Yeah, I'm glad. It's so good. It's huge too. You just feel like you've got like this tome, yeah. like wham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tiffany got me. Uh, you don't have to say some awesome stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, we you'll see, you'll see what she got me soon enough. Um, Riv Wilson, excited for Comic Con 2023. Me too, man. Thank I can't you. wait to see what we do. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Hickman's Shield. Yeah, it's a great series. Um, just reading all of Hickman. Yeah. And you'll 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 be you'll be glad you did. Uh, let's talk about Dark Web X Men number two. Jerry Duggan, Rod Rice. Yeah. Part and, of this. And Phil Noto. And Phil Noto. Yeah, Phil Noto. The book. This book looks incredible. It does look incredible. I also love this issue. I think it's fine. Okay. Well, you're not reading X Men, of course. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> But I am reading no, Spider-Man. Which how about is, this? Uh, if you're reading X-Men and you don't give a crap about Dark Web, I think you can read this series. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, if you're interested at all about what Madeline Pryor was going to do when she came back. Yes. This, this is it. This is where it's happening. Mm -hmm. And so like, you just kind of don't worry too, too much about what's going on and take a couple of things mm -hmm. at face value, like where a certain item in this book came from. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't read that issue and I don't need to. And I don't need I'm to. good. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Maddie gets uh gets a ball from Cerebro that's like uh full of memories. She's mm -hmm. like, I want to get Jean's memories. Go open. Do what I do it. Why yeah. aren't you opening? That's it. That's a really crappy <laughs> summary of what happens in this book. Wow. Okay. That's Sal's take on it. I like it. it was zero fine. patient for the X-Men, I swear. Sometimes. Um I no, this this I thought this was really well executed, this book, because uh Maddie's obviously dealing with um, the four X-Men that she's caught. So she's got Magic, Gene, Havoc, and Cyclops. Yeah. Two different areas. Um, oh, that's right. This is the whole thing where, like, yeah, she sends Magic and Gene into their younger memories of themselves. So, like, what she wants, and, like, this is what I thought was so well written about this. We open this issue up with, like, Maddie having a nightmare, and the nightmare is her on a beach with a young cable mm -hmm. and like he's playing in the sand and then he's, he's consumed. Yes. Because you know, she has no memories of, of what it's like to be his mother. Yeah. Um, there's like a line here that says like, you know, she was like created to breed and then tossed away. Yeah. And I was like, ouch. Yeah. And so like she has the Cerebo ball, which you're like, I don't understand why she has that when she got canceled because you can just give me memories. But like she's not just looking for the memories; she wants the feelings. Yes, that's right. No, she's that's like, I what know what wants. happened, but that's not enough. Yeah, so like memories aren't really what she's after. So she like tries to use the ball, and she's like, No, this is garbage. I mm -hmm. need to know what Jean Grey felt to raise a child, to raise yes. my child, because that's what I want. Mm -hmm. and I was like, That is so unbelievably sad. Yes, no, it is. And so she decides that she needs Jean to open the ball. Right. And then hopefully that'll unlock the memories and then give her those sensations and feelings as right. well for herself. Exactly. So she sends them into the mindscape, essentially. And like right. Sinister's there too. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. That Sinister <laughs> scene of him looking in the house. Yeah. The house sequences. They're in a doll's house. Gorgeously. It's, it's it is great. so Sinkevich. Yes. But it's totally Rod Rice doing his thing. Yeah. Looks so good. Um, 
Additionally, she has a cool conversation with Havoc because Havoc really Havoc was the champion of getting her back. Yes. And then he she tossed him to the curb. Like she's just like, I don't need you, man. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, and like all he wants is to like try to make things better. He did he's done some like missteps here and there, but he's having he's 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 got, he's got, got a hard time. Yeah. But like in this, he's like makes some really good points because he's apparently going to therapy. Yeah. And yeah. now he's just like, it's not easy being in the orbit of the Summers brothers. Yeah. And, like, and he's like, I'm gonna quit. Yeah. And like Psychops is like later on, I was like, hey, that was a pretty good play. And he's like, No, I am. No, I'm really done with this. Yeah. Um, but like Maddie like gets taken aback by that as when he like it's like can you let me help you right she's like put a pin in that i'll think about it she's like just don't undermine my anger right now i'm mad and i'm gonna get what i want mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no you're not you're not but okay um but i was like this is this is this is an interesting deep dive this is what i was hoping for from um a book about madeline Pryor coming back yeah was a little bit more of the emotion i wish we had a little more wiggle room on this one because i know we only get like maybe three issues out of this i think so yeah i don't know let's find out um yes so like that I'm, I'm a little sad about because i think that there's a little bit more emotion here but i am glad that they have their own book that's our book that's going on yes because especially if you're an x-man fan and you're like i really don't want to deal with the, the spider-man, Spider-Man garbage stuff, right now you. Go, this is fine i think this is where you're going to be okay you could just you could just read this and again the art looks amazing mm-hmm. um also cyclops and and um have it get a little bit of a yes a bit of a um whatchamacallit a, a character growth yeah which i am wondering if isn't why that they're not leading towards having them um go away as a team because mm-hmm. people are already considering leaving for the team <laughs> and it seems pretty natural yeah you know havoc's like i was only put on this team because forge wanted to screw you over and like you know like give you a headache it's like i was like that's not what it was he clearly wanted to see if, like if i could fix something and i can't fix us yeah and i'm like that's really sad um so I hope that Cyclops and Havoc oh, man, yeah. are able to actually, you know, repair some of their relationship or move forward in this. Yeah, because like when things started in Hawks and Pox, like the Summers family was finally united. We really we really didn't get to explore that much mm-hmm. outside of them just having already buried the hatchet, kind of. Sort of. I mean, like not really. It, Havoc and Maddie are an interesting pair. Yes. Because Maddie is just a clone that got mixed up in a whole bunch of stuff. She was with Scott. She wasn't with Scott. She was with Havoc, mm-hmm. right? Like, and she died. And Havoc lives in the shadow of his brother. Yeah. And so, like, and he's very happy with Madeline Pryor. And Maddie is like, is just like, I don't want, I don't want you. Like, you're a lesser version of my husband. Yeah. It's, and it's really sad. Yeah, it's really you sad. Know? Like Havoc's like, no, I like. I wanted you to come back. I thought you should get a second chance. I fought for you, and now it happened. And look, look what's happening. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's like a like a info dump page in this that indicates that like maybe at the end of this, it'll, like it'll all be okay. Yeah. With Limbo, I don't know. I we'll see. You know, but this one, this Good one had this one definitely had some some sad moments. This in is it. better than the first issue by far. Yeah, and I think now that I described it to you, I think you're a little more. I'm coming around. Well, <laughs> I read it like a you know read it a while ago. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I like it. Uh, Venom 14, Al I, Ewing, Brian Hitch. No, I do not like this cover. No, it's horrible. Uh, the art's horrible. I mean, like it's not horrible. It's Brian Hitch. You don't like Brian Hitch? You're not gonna like the art in this. And uh, I've never liked Brian Hitch, but it so looks I'm very not very ninety. Yeah, I feel like I've been saying '90s a lot. It's like, it's like a weird '90s renaissance. It is. Well, DC comics. is literally like publishing '90s covers I know. and stuff. 
I, I, and there's like reprints of like a bunch of random stuff, but it wasn't from the 90s. But yeah, yeah not a huge. I, like, I don't even think this is 90s. I think it's just the fact that it's Venom and Spider Man on the same cover together. So you're thinking 90s. But I like, guess this is just what Brian Hitch's art looks like. I guess I, I think I'm thinking 90s because in with the like books that I've seen of Venom, because I'm not a huge Venom reader. Yeah. Um, from the 90s, either he looks really well done, or there's something up with the jaw. They, and there's something up with the jaw. They don't know what to do. Like, they don't know how to draw him anymore. Yeah. Ed McGinnis couldn't draw him either. Like I guess that's true. They just don't know what to do. It's, there's just... It's really weird because, like, it, they don't know. It's Venom's book and Spider-Man looks better on this cover. Well, yeah, because Brian look, Hitch knows how to draw Spider-Man. It great, but... And, yeah. No. I'm not trying to, like... Yeah, you want to diminish it or cut him down. I don't cut him down. Absolutely. Like, it's the cover, man. I know. Well, he drew everything else, and like some of it's cool and consistent, but for the most part, like if oh, you oh, he didn't do... wait, did he do the cover or did Alex Sinclair do the cover? Oh, did he? I don't like, know. It... No, that looks like Brian Hitch to me. That's just that's just Brian Hitch. It'll be on the credits page. Let's take cover artist Alex. Uh, no, yeah, color are... artist is Alex. Sinclair. No, cover is Brian, Brian Hitch Sinclair. and Alex Sinclair. No, it's just Alex Sinclair covered it, it or colored it. it. Yeah, no, it's just Aww. Brian Hitch, man. Uh, the the interiors aren't bad. They're just like they're very Brian Hitch. But uh, yeah, so, you know, in this issue, uh, Chasm takes uh, Eddie's memories mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, I got your I got memories. And uh, basically he's like, I'm going to factory reset you. I'm going to take your memories. Because like Venom, I didn't read any of the previous stuff, but apparently he's like, he makes a deal with them because he wants to like find or remember or deal with Dylan. Uh-huh. And uh, Chasm's like, screw it, I don't care. And he basically just like takes his memories and factory resets him to being 90s Venom. Oh no! So all he remembers is up to and including, like Lethal Protect or right before Lethal Protector. So he still wants to kill Spider-Man and eat brains. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, we've seen the, ben- the 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 we've seen this in action in the actual Dark Web Spider-Man book. So like this is just kind of like here's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like here's how it happened. And but uh, I think that I think Al Ewing knows not every Venom fan is reading Dark Web. They straight and up so aren't. For them, they're like, what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, he's just used to like mess up the treehouse and steal the the, the, the cerebral, cerebral ball. Sphere, yeah. So he does. We find out that like uh, All Hallows Eve and uh, Natty are like really chummy in their own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sink fights Venom and he kicks his ass. It's great. Okay. Unfortunately, he is drawn horribly, just like Venom is, because it's Brian Hitch. And I look, you know, Brian Hitch is one of those things where it's like if you like him, you like him. If you don't, you don't. And I never, never heard. Uh, but yeah. So, you know, uh, while that happens, like, literally, Venom is just a pawn. He's sent there to fight Sink so mm-hmm. that All Hallows Eve can sneak in, put on her fly mask or something. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just three masks, but apparently it's like a, every mask, any mask she wants. Uh, she goes in and she steals the ball. Oh, okay. You know, Sink basically becomes a symbiote. He's like, haha. And then uh, messes around with him and, like, has him revert to, like, all the different, like, versions of himself that he's been dealing with because, like, he's bouncing through time or he's his own version like venom has been going through different iterations of himself with time which al ewing has been setting up for his own series which i'm i have no stomach for so i'm not really involved but uh this issue in particular you know he he, uh he's freaking out and then he ultimately bumps into dylan who is of course venom because you know dylan has the actual venom symbiote right and so uh it it teases a fight i'll never i'll never read okay fine you know it's it's a fight It's, it's it's like three fights and I'm not particularly invested in any of them. It's fine. All right. 
Yeah. Okay. We have one more book. You, remember, you know that, right? I know. Okay. I know. I gotta. I gotta go through the uh, super chats. Okay. Though. I just want to make sure. I read it. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Uh, Dex Baker, happy new year, guys. What's one B or C list character you'd love to see blow up in 2023? I'm always championing Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner has gotten to see him day in the sun, but uh, Husk, no, um, Husk would be great. Rintra, man, yeah, bring him back. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke about um, Danny Catch. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? I think Sleepwalker could use a could use a, a, a revival. Yeah, Danny Catch would be great. Are you kidding me? He's not really. I don't know if people think of his B or C. He is. He is. Nikki T. I don't get why '90s nostalgia happening all over comics. Why remind me of the darkest age in comics? Also, I was born in the '90s and I don't like it. Well, you missed out because there's some really great stuff that came out. In the no, 90s. there are. You know what it is? Like there are. It's a mixed bag. Just yeah. like every generation of comics there are, and it's really easy to. We we joke about the stereotypes all the time. Yep. It's so easy to focus on that, but there's so many great things that also came out of it, and they may not be highlighting them all right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, well they because they don't really. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole mixed bag, man. But I mean, you just gotta look at Vertigo. Yeah, that's it. Late '80s into '90s, come on. Yeah, independent comics and Vertigo and uh, yeah, the the formation of Image. Uh, just as 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 far as like making a, a publisher that would only like let creators own their creations yeah you may not love the books that came out of it but without that image wouldn't have ended up what it is today you also get like high quality cardstock comic books and like glossy covers and Mm -hmm. better coloring tactics and um of leading into the mature um you know storytelling that you come to expect and demand from comic books now Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't have that without 90s no, but again, it that it's not without its problems. Let's, no, yeah, no, there's 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 kind of there's lots of problems. Yeah. And finally, we read Dark Crisis Seven: Infinite, Infinite Earths Number Seven That's from right. uh, Josh Williamson and Daniel Samper. Uh, worst cover of all of them. Uh, and when I say that, I mean I love this cover, and I think that Nightwing looks great. Uh, but this is not. This is a promo image, not a cover. This is a this is an advertisement, yeah. not a cover. This is a poster, not a cover. Mm. Uh, Dark Crisis: Infinite Earths is not called Dawn of DCU. Uh, well, I mean, they already changed it one time. Might not want to change it in the last issue. I don't understand. No. No. This is a promo. Anyway, uh, it's one of my few problems with this issue. Sure. Uh, the art's great. The story is uh, really well executed in terms of story or in terms of art. I think that Sam Pair nails it. You know, a lot of great, like, beautiful sequences, you know, Nightwing and uh, Deathstroke and their fight actually happening like uh, in like the sure but except they're, they're like there's like twelve thousand artists on this book yeah and it's really jarring when it shifts that's true and some of it's real weak at the end oh yeah i was like no oh. the twelve thousand artists are like in the like at the end like it's just a bunch of like random stuff at the end like we get a couple of sequences but that's well, it yeah i mean like they're a great but like it is it is jarring mm. af in my opinion i I don't remember that really happening. Oh, okay. Like the you know the the huge No, I mean like the big bombastic fight is awesome, you know, the, And the, the quiet the... like dark kind yeah, of like mindscape fight. Yeah, that stuff's all awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is there, There's a couple of moments there where uh Yeah. I don't like these wrap-ups. No, the wrap I, I didn't like I was like I... Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah that's that's after the book's over <laughs> and it is but the book isn't over yeah oh that's right i forgot about this yeah and um, it, it like i'm like what like we did all the awesome action sequences and then mm-hmm. it's like oh uh, okay yeah 
Uh, it's interesting because like this is you know not on un not unlike um actually very much unlike its predecessors. There's, there's you know uh Deathstroke the book should be over. Issue issue six was the end, and then Deathstroke's like, what about me? Because I'm actually the villain of the book. And we're like, what? And then uh, and then they fight him, and uh, you know he unleashes the dark army or whatever on like the heroes and. Dick fates is uh night uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke like takes him in and he's like, ah, you're mine. And then like they fight each other on the mindscape, and it's this like beautiful kind of like sequence of like classic comic books. But then Black Adam is super important and cool because he's gonna have a movie that's gonna make a billion dollars. I promise you, he's totally gonna make a billion dollars. That movie's gonna be the next phase of the DC universe. Oh, wait, no. Well, anyway, he shares his power with the whole Justice League, and then everybody gets to have be Black Adam for a minute. Awesome. And by awesome, I mean like it happens. Yes. Literally, it just it happens, and I, I feel like and I've black seen. Black Canary is really tall for no reason. Yeah, I, I feel like I've seen this already. <laughs> yes. The sequence where like a character. Oh, right, that's right. Thor four. Oh yeah, that's right. Ugh. Um, boy, you know who, you know who could have used Thor doing that? The Avengers at the end of Endgame. Oh yeah. It's interesting. He didn't. He he knew he could do it's that. It's easier to say we're children. Maybe doesn't take as much they got little bodies that's true that's true <laughs> well i'm glad he did because that movie was really rewarding so anyway oh my gosh, uh, wow you, you you went from like we're having a great time to like mm. at what point uh, just now oh, okay so we're having fun <laughs> um yeah so uh, what, what what matters is um I, I don't, like so nightwing like you know his heart grows three sizes that day <laughs> and like his his will and his and his you know, Deathstroke's like, if I corrupt you, I corrupt the DC universe, and he doesn't, so he wins. There's like, no, there's like, there's a lot happening in, in this book, and here are some things that I appreciated. Okay. One, the first issue, or the, the last issue echoes the first issue. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because there's like... The light he, and the dark. Well, yeah. no, he talks, like, he does part of the speech that he does at the beginning of the first issue. Like, yes. There are, there are literal parallels from the first issue to this issue, and I'm yes. like, okay. Yes. That's right. That's, that's right, cool. True. Mm -hmm. right yeah what i'm not digging on is the <sighs> okay so i am one of those people who like i definitely like a, a book in which it's like hey let's figure this out right mm -hmm. like oh it's a mystery i'm like you know like it's okay if it doesn't have a solid ending mm -hmm. right this book has a lot of things where i'm like i'm not sure what you're telling me happened in this mm -hmm. because you know Oh, Deathstroke's like, oh man, Pariah actually wasn't corrupted talking, by. He was, wasn't he was not to, talking to, to the, the great darkness. to the great darkness. You know, he was. It was actually just him. And then, but like, it wasn't just the tip. It was just the tip of the great darkness. I'm like, so wait, the great darkness exists. The great darkness does exist, and it will, and it is out there. And all the things we said about it is true. Like, it doesn't care about you. It only wants like quiet. Right. But it at no point was actually in this story. Except for except, the last two except chapters. Except that they say that... That Pariah, like, kind of tapped They're like, no, but he, like, tapped into just, like... Just a little bit, just like, like a fraction. Just, yeah, I'm like, so, like, he, he did right. then. He did and then went nuts, and then, like, the Great Darkness, I guess, just left him alone. Right, and at the end, though, they act like they're like, hey, um, actually, none of that matters, and who cares? Yeah. And I'm like, um, I'd say the whole book says that you're trying to make me care. Yes. So then I'm like, wait, is Josh trying to say like it doesn't effing matter? What actually matters here is that um, 
we're talking about legacy. Yes. Because like Deathstroke is the villain here, and he's like, I'm legacy. And I'm like, wait, the the villain of this book is legacy? But, but like but the, you're also the, the, the strength of this book is legacy. The, the the lesson of this book is about legacy. Yeah. And and at the same time, like, is the lesson of this book like, listen, these new heroes aren't so bad. Yeah. And like when we're ready, they mm-hmm. will, they're gonna be here. Yeah. And like maybe the problem was we weren't ready just yet, and our our main guys are here for right now. Yes. But we're in good hands. In yes, the that is definitely the lesson. But of the like story. that lesson isn't that like legacy's bad. Don't make your villain be like I I'm legacy and mm-hmm. I'm definitely the villain, and then be like actually, Dad, you just really misunderstood. Yeah. This like this ending was so like simultaneously exactly what I expect from a a crisis, right? Where I'm just like, what the hell is happening? Look at all these, all this stuff's coming together. Hey, did you read this book about, was it Dr. Light? Yeah. No, too bad. Too bad, because she's really important and she does this whole thing with the multiverse and boom. She's going to team up with all the Flashes because the Flashes got to run so fast. And I'm like, okay, bingo, crisis thing right there. Mm -hmm. They're going to run along the Morrison map. Got it. Mm Because they're going to contain it. Well, they have to contain it and repair it. Yes. And then like, Yes, there is like an inner 52, but also there's an infinite Earth multiverse. Yes. The infinite universe that the the infinite multiverse that Pariah created. Yes. Exists, is stable, and is expanding. Sure. And like, listen, that's all super important to know for continuity purposes going forward. We all want to know that. I think my problem is that I'm trying to understand where what the message is because I feel like Josh has a message here. Yeah. And I don't, I find it to be quite muddy. Yes. And what's frustrating is like there is no good reason for it to be muddy because there's only one person writing it and yes there's and only no. pretty much one person so, like, drawing it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say I'm not a hundred percent that now that we finish this, because remember, I'm the person who's just like, I'm I don't like this. Yes. And I think it's bad. Mm-hmm. I still don't like this. And I think Pariah's a was a waste of yeah. a character who I don't think um merited all of this fanfare or anything because yeah he did nothing but someone says he did something mm-hmm. I, i'm not really sure yeah it kind of feels like suggestions were made to josh i i, I wonder i wonder because it's like well certainly there is because at the end black adam looks exactly like the rock i didn't notice that at all but he I gives the people's eyebrow oh does he really Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, but you know what I mean? Like and you know, it's like this does a lot. Mm-hmm. Like this does have this is a big thing. Yes. This does a big thing. Right, but like nobody needs to listen to it or use it and it's not And gonna, that's like, exactly it. Like it's there and it, it just it doesn't like go like, oh, and then we killed this character and like that's it. It's they're never coming back. Yeah. Ever. Like no, it doesn't do any of that. It, mm-hmm. It's just like it's supposed to be, I think, like a fun event that like brings back the the infinite multiverse that people liked or didn't like yes. or whatever. Um, and it's meant to talk about legacy, but it's almost as though he was told not to do that. Quite possibly. I, I don't I don't know. And I I, I got the impression that like because I recall uh, in the multiple episodes that Josh has been on with our channel that uh he approached it from the perspective of, and it was before, I think they were working on it around the time when the multiverse was being explored and like the MCU and stuff. He had pitched well before that. Like 
we should we are the multi like we're the ones with the multiverse mm-hmm. you know we're the ones who embrace it we had the infinite earths like we should be the ones to have multiverse and dc's like we don't care about that it's not very interesting and then mcu did some stuff and he's like they're like what about multiverse and he's like i've got something for you and he wanted to talk about the multiverse and uh-huh. all the stuff like from uh just like incarnate led up to and explained that like multiverse is important and that but i didn't really get the impression that it was because there's nothing really new or penetratively insightful said about the multiverse except for the fact that like it is the home to many stories that mean something to someone but so is the like main universe mm-hmm. and it's ma- and it's myriad timelines mm-hmm. so like what are you really saying and this the, the end result because like there are some crises where like nothing like you know the universe doesn't change we're not rebooting anything in this no. one we're not really the reality is what we're getting is the multiverse and sure. we're getting an expanded infinite multiverse so like what they should have done if i may i wish that they had done this okay if this had been the beginning of a new rollout of elseworlds comic books oh that'd be freaking dope like we are going to ex- and now DC is going to explore the infinite multiverse by by like getting people. We're going to get Donny Cates and we're going to get Chip Zdarsky and we're going to get, you know, Tom Taylor and all these other million different writers and artists and people who, you know, maybe have never written for DC before. Maybe who, you know, sh- who have no reason to be writing for DC, but we just lured them away because they could tell any story they want because it's like the 90s all over again. Legacy to tell their own, their, create their own universe, make their own Elseworld. They don't want to call it Elseworld. I know. I know. We call it Lotum. Legends of the Infinite Multiverse. There we go. Lotum. <laughs> I, I mean, like, but, you know, but if they were, like, we're, like, like the One Bad Day initiative, where mm-hmm. they're like, how about this? We rip off Killing Joke 12 times. Um, that's it. I mean, like, that's what One, da- one Bad Day is. What yeah. if we rip off the, the Killing Joke with, mm-hmm. like, all the rest of the villains? And and it's like, look, I, I, I sung its praises. I thought it's a great idea. Because... You're never going to do that. Like, whether you want to do Killing Joke for, like, Bane or not, you're never going to do that because mm-hmm. it's never going to reach that because you're doing it as a marketing ploy and not from, like, a, from a contractual requirement to make Alan Moore just write another Batman story because he's supposed to before he leaves, uh, which is what the Killing Joke was. But, it, you know, it ended up being what it is. Uh, in this, it's like, we're going to bring back the Elseworlds. Like, we're going to bring back our, 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 our imaginary stories. Mm-hmm. And that was what this rolled out into. Right. That'd be something because the end result is the infinite multiverse. Right. But if only Josh talks about it, or if all we get is that one $10 Stan Lee comic book, then it's really not worth it. Or we didn't really get anything. Did we, mm. you know, I mean, we, we see, you know, and I think, I think the lesson is about what you said, where it's like that the next generation is, is here waiting for us. If anyone ever bothers to introduce them. I guess that's what it is. It's so, I don't know. It's so strange. It's could, so strange. Yeah. And there's that scene right at the end where like with Amanda Waller. No. Oh, well, no, yeah. That God. was great. I thought that was awesome. It was pretty good. Um, no, with, um, with all of them talking in the room, like Zatanna's there. Yeah. We just had it up mm-hmm. a second ago. This, and like, this is where I was like, what? what? Cause it's like, okay. <clears throat> yeah, Cause they're like, wait a minute. They're like, the great darkness <laughs> is asleep again. And it's unconcerned with Or maybe us. it was always asleep. Right. Well, yeah. And then, you know, it's like, and he like tapped into something of it. But like, and then one one of the characters is like, but, you know, like, what do we tell everybody? He's like, well, listen, we, if we want to tell them, we can tell them it's the great darkness if it helps them to ease their worries. I'm like, but it, but it is, what, isn't what, it? Wasn't it? Yeah. 
I mean, maybe at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Maybe that's what he's saying. He's like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter how we got here. We're here. Mm-hmm. And the infinite multiverse is back. So mm-hmm. get over it. And Amanda Waller is going to work with like two different peacemakers and yeah, some <laughs> other characters. That's peace wrecker. Oh, peace wrecker. Yeah, no, it's two different peacemakers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and Batman and Dick Grayson, like, you know, they're going to, they're going to start something new too, maybe or whatever. I don't know. Cause the idea is they're, they're going to retire the league. Yeah. And there's going to be a new like idea in town, which is actually interesting because we talked about the irrelevancy of the justice league in an episode of back issues. that's coming out pretty soon. Yes. Where it's like, Hey, um, which this... we, we accidentally did like a 25 minute show. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Just about that. But, uh, yeah. So um, there's no more justice league book. There is no more justice league book. Oh no, the book's canceled for now. Okay. They're retiring that series for a little while. Oh, sure. Um, but yeah, you know, and then they tease the future, you know, fail safe and NASA and like Amanda Waller's like, I told you, I told you. And didn't I tell you? And when did I tell you? A long time ago. Yeah. these guys. And what did I yours. say was going to happen? Exactly what just happened. Um, but yeah, so she's like, we're going to, you know, we're going to kill all the metahumans. Like that's what we're going to do. Sure. And it's like, okay, that's a neat like idea. A Batman character. And- mm-hmm. Like a bizarro Superman Batman hybrid. Yeah, I th- I remembered. I I knew who that I've was seen beforehand. That, but, but... Like that costume before. I had mm-hmm. no idea. And that's fine. Yeah. No, I was like, it's, all right. You know. It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's fine. You know, like it's. I think that um. You know, there's some sequences in this series in this book that are like this is this is. This is the DC universe. Look at the DC universe. Yeah. From one place, from the balcony. Here's the DC universe looking down at the whole world. Mm-hmm. You know, because more normally when you're reading any comic book set in the shared universe, you're reading it from the perspective of like one vantage point mm-hmm. Batman, Superman, Flash, et cetera. In this case, with a crisis, when it, with, with a big team book like this, you get to look at the whole damn thing mm-hmm. and get to see the sum of its parts and go, like, what is this universe? And I think that this did actually a pretty good job of like from the balcony looking down at the DC universe and going, that is what the DC universe is. It's big, it's messy, it's complicated. It's full of different patchworks from all different publishers mm-hmm. that are come to, that still yet come together and work somehow mm-hmm. and inspire and retain their, his, their histories while also creating new things. You know, superficially speaking, I think that the, that's what the DC universe is and does. And I think the Dark Crisis does that by also being like your by by providing you with moments that are like this is what most people who love DC think of when they think of DC. Yeah. You know, on, on a personal level, you think of moments mm-hmm. of character, but for the universe and multiverse, you think of bombastic fight superman versus doomsday nightwing versus deathstroke uh you know black adam versus everybody you know that kind of thing you're thinking of these big bombastic fights this book provided those fights and it provided those moments it's Mm -hmm. not about fights but it is because it's a comic book about superheroes yeah so it's like it is about those moments and it's it's showcasing you those moments for those people who are like i love dc and here's why Mm -hmm. or here's here's a poster that represents why i love dc so much and i think that since there are so since justice league is a dead book and dc isn't in the habit of making events 
that resemble crisis or, mm-hmm. or, or or even secret invasion and i'm saying a marvel book because like it's a book where all the heroes go on one side and all the bad guys go on that side and they fight yeah it's literally the end of secret invasion i could have said secret wars but i sh- and i should have but you know what they, that happens in both of those books but dc so rarely gives you those moments mm-hmm. you know it's usually look at batman superman and wonder woman saving the day or doing something important it's not the, the universe getting together and fighting evil i think Dark Crisis did a good job of being like, this is what that universe is. This is what DC is. And sometimes we lose sight of showing you that. Now, obviously, Snyder, I think, thought he was doing that with Death Metal. Mm-hmm. and but, but I think it was, I think it failed to do that. Like, I think that it, it was doing that for his audience. And I think he was doing that for the new audience. But he wasn't doing it for DC fans. Mm-hmm. And I think that this was for that. And while it was a mess and it was at times incoherent and it was like seemingly substantiveless, I also think that like when I look back on this whole series and I read and I read it, I was like, I, I, I was never mad at like what it did mm-hmm. because it was like, this is this is it. This is you're looking at the whole universe. And sometimes that's a mess, you know, and, and sometimes it's not pretty, but you're seeing those moments and those, and then the whole universe kind of getting together and doing something like I think, I think crisis on infinite earth is a mess and I avoided reading it for my entire comic book reading career in the nineties and two thousands, because I was like, I would look, pick it up, turn a page and go just freak out. That's what this is too. But with with fewer characters because crisis had infinite earth. Yes. And yet, um, I also think that it has value. I wonder if this does. If, if I don't know if it provides much more than holding the hand of an old DC fan and being like, like let's take a tour of something you already know. You know, like like taking an old person and showing them, giving them a grand tour of their of the town they grew up. Right, in. and I get it's doing that, but I, I I think it's just you know with it not having um such a bombastic change i mean like it's a it's funny to say that that's not a big change and we're yeah. like literally bringing back thousands of like millions of universes and yeah like potential an infinite, infinite an infinite amount of of of, yeah. of multiverses right mm-hmm. is it, to act as though it's not a, a true huge change yes but without it feeling like it's a really big change it feels like it's just diluting yes well, events it, of this size the reality Th- is there was a great thing in there that we mentioned too yes we this. talked about we this talked literally about yeah that. No, oh, not, i'm sorry not that one not sorry that one. Uh, scroll down here we go that one yeah uh, we were doing a just league book for the next episode for two episodes from now is back issues and we said that exact thing yeah that this justice league can't be a monthly book yeah so yay that's awesome um but yeah this this i i i agree that this is for and it's fans. not for old people it's no, just it's just for fans fans who are paying attention to the continuity fans who remember this stuff fans who just i think it's fans who want to see yeah it's like it's like if if they were to it, you know what it's like it's like if they were to do a book where spider-man and mary jane were married and went on a date and all they did was like occasionally he would like fight a villain in that issue you know like we've seen it a million times it, it doesn't bring anything new to the table it doesn't add anything to the to the proceedings, mm-hmm. but it does make a handful of people very happy. And I think that the the problem here really comes down to 
and I, it's it's just it's I'm circle I'm circle I'm doing what this issue did. I'm going to call back to when we were talking about issue one. No, please do. Yeah. The issue is that for me that you called a dark crisis. It shouldn't have been a crisis. It just the oh and and here's the here's my here's my my response to that. There shouldn't be any crises should not exist. Well, like that's a totally the, different conversation. The idea. Well, no, and this is this is proof. Like dark crisis in Earth is like the final nail in the coffin. Despite the fact that we are now like practically three crises removed from final crisis that says it's time to stop with the crises because crisis in even earths was literally a publishing decision to fix an actual problem that they felt like they had and to sell more books because they could like actually reset the continuity. I get it. I get it. I respect it. And it's this thing, and it's barely readable, and it's George Perez cramming a thousand bits of detail into 12 panels per page, and it's just a mess. I, I, I appreciate it, but it is a mess. But it's, it's, a, it's, like, it's like a necessary evil. But zero hour, infinite, final, dark, death, metals, convergences, just heroes in crisis. Heroes in crisis. Identity heroes. They they just use the name. Yeah. Identity and heroes are just like continuity shifts. Sure. St status quo shifters. Yeah. That are also mysteries. So is that what this is? No. This is a crisis. This is a crisis because the infinite because it is multiversal. The, mul the right. multiverse okay. is, re is rebooted. But at the same time, like we don't need them anymore. Like we've outgrown crises, and maybe they maybe like. In in my interview with uh, Josh and and and, and Dan Samper, Dan was talking about. It, he's like, I get to do a crisis, and I think that's really cool for him because he's a he's a new talent and he's mm -hmm. he brings some really great stuff to the table. I think that celebrating that we are even doing a crisis is a mistake, mm. because crises are. If you have a crisis, it means you fucked up. Like at the end of the day, I think that's what it is. Like uh, I think I having a crisis is basically an admission of overcomplicating your universe you should not be celebrating it it's like celebrating a renovation of your home like <laughs> no that's that is that is something to be celebrated but though. like if you because that's not always done like that that can be sometimes done to be like yeah to like re well and and that's true actually that's true to, to make room or right like but if you just had a renovation two years ago then you screwed up i'd say you don't do it to celebrate you're not like it's the 10 year anniversary of the time we renovated our house let's renovate it again like I, I don't like that's that's where it's like it's excessive and it's like a waste of money. Mm. Um, but no, you're right. Like you know what? Sometimes you do need to renovate your house. Sometimes you have to. And that's where like a retcon comes in. Sure. But maybe not a crisis. There's a lot of baggage with crises. Yeah. And they mean different things, and maybe they don't mean anything. Um. I admire what Josh was doing because I think that it was an undertaking that was never going to please everyone. No, and I I, and, I, I yeah. know he came at it from a place of passion and and love. I think he really did. I you know what I mean. I don't think he was like we got to do. It. I don't think he was pushing him. I think it was just like the name did not fit. No, the fact that it is a crisis at all is unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And then that's all I can say about it. And then you put Pariah in it, which is just a knock against you immediately. I'm sorry. I, I think Pariah was a fine inclusion. I I I understand why he chose Pariah. I don't. I don't. I also don't really understand why Deathstroke represents legacy, but he does not. 
or if he does, he he does only in a way that requires too much context and ex an explanation sure. for it to be effective. Yeah. So. So, at the end of the day, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, I think, was a dud. Unfortunately, I'm interested to see because inevitably this is going to come around on back issues, and you'll be forced to reread it. Yes, in the context at, of the in, last three stories. In and... the context of the last three stories, with time have passed, and as a whole, and yeah. I cannot wait to see what your insights are on it then. No, yeah, totally. Because like you were definitely one of those people who like if you change your mind about something, you don't pretend like that's that. Yeah, I don't go like, oh no, like yeah, no. I'm planning on doing a redux of Zero Year because I was like, perhaps I was I was too harsh. There you go. You know, mm -hmm. I'm doing a redux on Dark Knight strikes again this year because i think i might have been too harsh okay it's really bad it's a really bad comic but i don't i'm not angry about it anymore oh, okay <laughs> okay and that will give a new insight so like you know just you know if you hate me for my opinions just wait maybe i'll come around you never know it's like 10 years but, you know. um we let's that one what yeah i think we did that too we did that show. one <clears throat> so uh nick smith uh hi cp was having a bad day but you guys cheered me up Yay. who is a villain you think deserves to get their own comic book or event a villain doom but he already did it's called secret wars uh doom is a good answer doc ock had his own status quo uh carnage had one that's a great question yeah what a fantastic question tough though how does one gauge one's response oh my gosh Physical prowess, keen detection skills, the ability to banter well with superheroes. Um, yeah. They already they, the Emperor Joker. That's a story. Um, you know. Dormammu. Dormammu. You think Dormammu deserves? No. No, I don't. You know who I could I couldn't I wouldn't mind having an event just because they haven't done it in a minute. Yeah. Um, Nightmare. Sure. It's been a while. Yeah. He, he he was involved with some stuff, but... Yeah, you have a nightmare pitch. I do, actually. Uh, the name changes. Uh, wow, off the rack at a later time. This is going to be a time going forward. Happy New Year from Canada. No. No, this is a special no, here, event. Let, let's talk about that for a second. Why are Since we we're up? already two hours. Uh, why are we up? Uh, we were busy. The the whole holiday, we did... we did. It's funny, we're still reeling from having like three like Christmases in a row, basically. We had three Christmases in a row, and then we hosted New Year's Eve and day. And day. Uh... And we had days in between, but it wasn't a lot of days. It wasn't a lot. It was like three days, maybe less. And so, you know, I used those three days to do laundry and like vacuum. You know, it was like. And we like to give the time between Christmas and uh, New, New Year's, Year's off, off to to the Ben team. and Ethan and, and and you. I'd like to try, you know. So, uh, you know, oh crap! I gotta pay them. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean like the, so like this week. Um, the travels still continue for some of our for some of the, the common pop team people yep. weren't going to be available and so we figured today was actually the day which was normally off the rack yep. um and so we made it work we were able to to film off the or uh we were back, issues. back issues we wanted to bring back gbu because it's been two months so, so we, we shot, we that, shot too. that and then i was like we went home had ordered chinese food left it on the porch and, and then reheated ate it, it and came back and then i was like you want to do off the rack yeah, no, I want to. I don't have work tomorrow. Well, and this show, <laughs> this show is a staple of this channel and of yeah. this of this network, and we're really like it's. We didn't want it to. We didn't want to lose it. We yeah. don't want to lose you. We want to remind you, like we still exist. Yeah. This is a show because, like, look, the last week nothing came out from yeah. this channel, and that's why I did uh, a couple of those shorts that remind you, you off the rack exists. But it was like it was just we needed to do it. We need to do it soon. 
Um, so that's why we did that. Well, we appreciate you guys being up, staying up yeah. with us. Uh, just dropping by to say hi. Keep up the good works. Is Iron's Comics. Well, thank you very much, Iron. Sean D. Hey, you guys and gal. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up? Dan V. Sal, you were completely right about World's Finest, and the final page blew my mind. Your interview with Wade was awesome. It only improves that old story. Thank you very much. I'm glad you liked it. I saw your comment from before. Yeah, I was like, good to know. All right. Like, I'm glad that it, like, I, I you know, I wasn't overselling it because I really was, like, really surprised and I was really happy to see, like, that it, you know, that it that it had that kind of impact. Exactly. I think we're good. I think I caught up with them. Yeah, I think I so. I did it. So let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Batman 131, obviously. Yay. New new period. I just look. Yay. Yay. Um, I'm looking forward to is still uh Zdarsky. And uh yeah, Chip. Chip. Not the <clears throat> Green Lantern. No. No, not Chip. The Green Lantern. <laughs> uh Spider-Man number four. I I don't know. Probably not. I'll read it just to see, but I'm probably off. Uh Green uh Gold Goblin number three. I didn't read number two, so I gotta read number three. I gotta read number two uh two and then three. And of course. Gotham City Year One Number Four is just incredible. You have to be reading this book. So before this book uh, is covered on the next episode of Off the Rack, go read Gotham City Number Three, please. For the love of God, just such a good book. Did I miss a Shang Chi book? It was last week. Crap! And it's the end. Damn it! It's not. There's another book starting. What? That's what I'm saying. What? It's There's right a... there. Shoot! Shang Chi. Oh my God! They I changed. I can't believe I missed yeah, it. Yeah, no. Just, it's, it's just this week. Just literally this week oh i'm so mad at myself yeah, shang chi well then we're gonna do a wrap-up next next week on shang chi yeah shang chi and the ten rings number six i can't believe i missed that i i, I was so sad because i heard because because there was nothing left i was like oh they ended it at six i guess it got canceled no it didn't get canceled got transitioned to another book it did well good i guess i didn't get a chance to read murder world spider-man which i really wanted to there was a bunch Wait. of books i wanted to read they're saying a story comes out this week but that's it this, didn't. that was this week oh this was this oh okay oops yeah, that was the 28th. Yeah, sorry, I got to catch up on. Are you done? I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to talk over you. Oh, you done? Are you done? You, you good with that? You all finished there, sir? Trying to be. Thanks a lot. No. <laughs> um, the later gets the, the dumber I get. Oh, um, uh, Dark Knights of Steel is coming out. I, I haven't read like most of this book anymore, but I do like it. I think it's well read. It's well done. And they established that I think in Dark Crisis number seven that like it's part of the intimate multiverse. So it's got a number. Ooh. All right, all right. So is Amalgam, by the way. What? Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Josh, make that happen. You make that happen out of this. Oh, my God. Technically, the there's an Earth with Marvel and DC on it. I will, I will, I will eat everything I said legitimately. Oh, if they could figure out a way to make... Well, it should have been... That's the only crisis I'll accept anymore, Secret Crisis, the Marvel yeah. DC Crisis. That's fine. X-Men 10, uh, X-Men Red 10, uh, number 10 is coming out. Al Ewing, Stefano Caselli on this. Let's let's do this. Let's yeah. find out. Storm's going to be fighting. Um, what's his name? Yeah. What the hell is his name? Uh, the uh, Vulcan. Vulcan, yeah. I'm like It's going to come to me. Um, there's a Scarlet Witch uh, series coming out by Steve Orlando. We'll see about that. Oh, all right. By Sarah Pacelli. Oh. I haven't seen that name in a while. No. It's, weird. But it's been a while since Scarlet Witch has had her own um, series. A lot's been going on with her, but we haven't seen her since. No, not since uh, the Hellfire, whatever. Yeah, Trial of Magneto. Magneto and all that. So we'll see what's going on with that. Mm -hmm. um, Lando is also on Marauders. I, I don't know. I'm, I haven't been really reading. I've been keeping up with this. No. We didn't cover Detective because I said I was dropping the book, and I did. Yeah, I, I will say, though, this is um, 
Psylocke's in it, and I really like what they're doing with her and Hellions. I don't think it's necessarily the same thing. But no. also Shang-Chi, Master of the Ten Rings, number one. Yay. Written by Jean Luen Young. Such a nice person. Isn't he? Good writer. Such a nice person. We got to get him being. on the show, too. There's so, many, there's so many great creators that are out there. Out there, maybe. Wink. Uh, but uh, we need to get on the show yeah, and yes, chat with them. Absolutely. Um, with art this time by Michael Yig. Yig. Yeah. I don't know how to say their last name. I apologize. B-Y-G. Yes. Um, I'll have to try to find. I, I usually what I try to do is find someone else. An interview with them yeah, or an something. Interview with them some, or like if they have their own channel, if they say their name, I try to find that. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about their art. Um, I really love Marcus Toe. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what the, the, the shift is. Um, yeah. If they're changing artists, I do appreciate that this team or this book tends to do it when they make a changeover. Yes, when it's a new series. Freaking Smart. love that yeah, so much. I don't know much. Whose it decision is, that is. But it's I... genius. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's the editor. I don't know if it's Young himself, but it is such a smart decision. Like, hey, we, you're you're going to be on the book until at least yeah. the end of this, right? And it's like, yeah, I'm down. And right. then if you're going to leave, that's when you yeah. can leave. Darren Shan, is that you? I don't know, Darren, but like you're doing a great, you're doing good work, man. Yeah, doing good work. I've been loving Chang Chi. Uh, I, you've, if you haven't heard me sing its praises, please just go and grab the other volumes of this series. Shang Chi versus the Marvel Universe. Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes, I think that's how. And, it then, goes. and then this one. And then this one. Um, it's just I think the first one's just Shang Chi, and. Yeah, and no, it's Shang Chi and yeah, Shang Chi and and then it's those characters. I think it's Shang Chi versus the Marvel Universe. No, I don't think so. I thought it was about his family, but I, mm. I could be very incorrect about that. I don't remember. All I'm saying is, go find, just read all of Jean Luen Young's run on this. Yes, um, because not only is the art utterly spectacular in um, everything that he's written for it so far, so hopefully this continues the trend. Yep. Um, but the story's just been so freaking consistent, like just so spectacularly consistent I, I i can't i can't comprehend it especially for a character who i was picking it up because it was a new number one obviously i enjoyed the movie i yep. was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do the thing i'm not really a new comic reader but i'm new to the character yeah i'm gonna do the thing that they think happens can you can you get me into this character yeah and keep me there and the right. answer is 100 percent yes yeah <laughs> i've easily read over 15 issues of this right at this point yeah so i love it mm-hmm yeah, you're right. It is that. No, I thought no, no. It was... Here it is. It's Shang-Chi. Yes. Oh, no. No, no, no. Hang on. Yeah, Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe is one issue. Just one that's, issue. A tra- that's the name of the trade paperback that, co- that collects okay. the Shang-Chi series, which I believe... It should be issues 1 through 12. Yeah, so it, it collects the Marvel versus yes. the Marvel Universe and then goes into the family. Yeah, series. that is called Shang-Chi Volume 2. Okay. So it's you started in 2021, Jean Luen Yang and DK Ruan initially, and then Marcus Toe inevitably. Yes. Then there's also an infinity comic called Shang-Chi Brothers and Sisters. He wrote that? Yes. Oh, I haven't read that. That came out in November. Dang. Okay. That's eight issues. Check that out then. Then there's Shang-Chi and, and the Ten, Ten Rings. Rings. That just ended. And that's six issues. And now we're getting this. Yes, which is Shang Chi, Master of the Ten Rings, kind of a spoiler. For yeah, me, I guess he, I, I guess he figured it out. I there was no way he wasn't going to. So good for him. <laughs> um, Not upset about that. I'm so no, it's excited. True. I love, I just love it. And again, we got to, I literally got to see him at Baltimore Comic Con, yeah. and seriously, mm-hmm. what a nice human being. I know, like just a nice human being. Like most of the creators we meet are very nice people, but it's some true. people you're just like, 
just good energy. Yeah. Just good guy who's sitting there, felt bad. He was just there. And like, it's always harder, I think, for writers. Yes. To be at those cons. Right. Because how do we, you know, you're just sitting there like. You know, the artist comes, they've got the whole setup. They got, they got like, their books. And... They got the sketching, all the whole thing going on. The writer's like, yeah. hello. Hello. It's, I wrote the thing and you could probably find it in Which, one of those bins. Over you know there. what? When it comes to comics, it's really easy to get behind the artist. And you know me. I love art. I, I, I think there's like something so beautiful about just art on its own. But yeah. like comic is such a special medium in which it's like a perfect marriage between the two worlds. You can't really have one without the other you do have artists of course you can write mm-hmm. but you gotta you gotta get some love to your writers guys because those artists you know as much as they can tell a story mm-hmm. writers have a special set of skills that's true a hundred percent and they're absolutely they are artists in a, their own rights so like go say hi to them even if they can't sell you a sketch or anything like that. <laughs> yeah say hi. they'll sign something for you sometimes they're super nice yeah most uh, of the time they're <laughs> rob k off the rock nights uh glad to see you guys again my comics just got to the store yesterday for the past three weeks due to winter weather. So I've got oh, some catching up. To all do. right. Well, good luck to you. Enjoy your books. Uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for uh, dealing with the audio sync issues. Hopefully those will be cleared up pretty soon. Uh, not sure why that happened. It could have been the, it could have been the, the time. It could have been StreamYard doing an update because it did. Um, we it, appreciate you But guys. we appreciate you sticking around. Uh, it's, got, it's good to see at least the majority of you did. Um, yes. Yeah. God bless Tiffany. <laughs> God bless me. Uh, it's Lex Luthor at the end of that Public Enemies movie. Oh, yeah. God bless America. God bless me. <laughs> Clancy Brown, man, he's so great. But anyway, uh, thank you so much to uh, my intrepid uh, co-host Tiffany for being here today and for offering her uh, fantastic insight. Thank you everybody for watching the show, subscribing, liking the video, and uh, telling folk about the channels. Uh, we're very lucky to have you. Thank you all so much, and we'll see you guys next time with all new episode of Off the Racket, of course, with more here on this channel. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. We're going to get some more interviews. We're going to get uh, hopefully a new uh conversation uh you know more evergreen kind of conversation show that i'm looking forward to trying out with the team that'll be when they get back to to basics ethan's leaving for two weeks ben's not gonna be around every day so like we're gonna we're gonna make trust me there will still be shows there will still be shows you're you're not even gonna notice on back issues and these shows but uh we won't be like hitting the ground running with like a plethora of new shows until probably February is going to be where we hit our stride, but like, awesome. but January has some great stuff. I'm really looking forward to this week's back issue. It's going to be so stupid and I'm, it's so silly. And I just picked it. Cause I was like, well, you know what? We did death metal and then flashpoint beyond. Here's this, here's this thing that I swore we'd never do. So, uh, oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm excited. But, uh, thank you all so much. We'll see you guys next time. So long, everybody. Bye everybody. Happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs>